Welcome to Hardly Initiated. It is your host, Tyshawn Jackson, in here with my co-host, Ryan Ketchens. And today, we have brought an amazing guest in town all the way from D.C. to help you figure out today if you are getting played. Let's get to it. Welcome to Hardly Initiated. It is your host, Tyshawn Jackson, my co-host, Ryan Ketchings. I can already tell, man. It's going to be a powerful one right here. You need to watch, too. I used to have porn when I was a child. My mom to get that white man's option out of his pursuit, me, I ran. I don't care. This is dope. You need to have a person. Welcome back, family. It is time. It is time. How you feeling? How you feeling? Drop a flame in the chat if you are here with us live. Welcome, everybody, to Hardly Initiated. Family, how y'all feeling, man? Honestly, man, I still feel refreshed because I know we took that week off. Yes. And I'm still feeling good, man. Yeah. What's up with you? I feel great. You know, I probably just touched down. Yeah. One night only, I'm from out of town. So, (laughs) welcome to the city. Yeah, I love Atlanta. I ate as soon as I got here, too. (laughs) That's what you do when you're in Atlanta. You come in town, you eat. She came in town from DC. A lot of y'all already know the sister because I see y'all in the chat. Yes. (laughs) This is the sister from Ready to Love. This is DC edition, wasn't it? Yes, Ready to Love DC. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So, look, we're glad to have you here on the Harlem Initiated platform. Let the crowd go ahead and give you a round of applause for being in here with us today. Also, man, before we get into the show, man, big shout out to Delano, man. We yesterday, yeah, little bro, we actually went to a showcase. You know, a lot of people don't know. Not only is he the guy working the switcher board and all the stuff that behind closed doors, but um, he had an acting showcase. He's an actor. My mom came in. Ryan came. Um, the we whole all fam was the whole there. fam was out there, and um, we actually watched him act in a showcase. Lana, you got a photo of everybody? Let's P- see pull that. the photo up, man. Pull the photo up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. That, that's him. That's him right there in the in the white hey, sweater. Pull the one up with Ryan, man. Prove that Ryan was in the building. You ain't got the other photo. Oh, uh, he said uh, he. Uh, he's, oh, there we go. There we go, man. There go Harlan this shit in there. We go. We and that was there. his acting partner in there as well. That was a really good time last they night. They did man. a terrific job. I mean, honestly, it was the best. It out of the, I think it was like six performances. It was yeah. definitely hands down the best. For sure. It was. It was a. I mean, it was a sixteen minute showcase, and right. they really came in and rocked that joint. I was very proud to see that. Um, very proud of you to uh, make sure we let you know that. There's some young honeys in there for Delano too, man. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah, young, we, young wholesome honeys in there. <laughs> some young wholesome honeys was in there, right? Not the ratchets. And we're getting Delano right, y'all. Let me tell y'all, he, look, he learning. He's he, a gentleman. He's a gentleman. You know what? So and, and this is kind of, go. I guess, a segue, because let's talk about the cars, right? Yeah. I want I want Delano to maybe next week he can share his experience with the cars. Because he used the hardly he in love cars them, on yeah. his date. First off, he would, I, I mean, he done told me about his dates before. This had to have been his, his, his this was a real date. Pick the young lady up. He's 20, by the way. Picked the young lady up, uh-huh. took her out to a nice dinner. Uh-huh. Right? Cafe Intermezzo. And that's that's, a, that's it, a nice little, hey, hey. If, you, if you ain't down for coffee, I know you don't like coffee dates. You will like that one. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It's a sexy spot. Then, you know, had a situation. Where, well, I, I let him tell it. I let him tell it. Okay. But this is the thing, guys. Most people just get so caught up in work that they forget actually how to have fun on dates. So mm-hmm. my boy, of course, if you're one of my best friends, I've been dropping these cards off to everybody. 
one of my best friends, it's, we, I've been knowing him since I was 16 years old in high school, actually stopped by his crib just to drop off the cars because he said he's getting back in the game. Mm-hmm. Past couple of years, he'd be kind of chilling, working on some projects. So he's like, yo, I'm ready to get back in the game, okay? He just called, I swear to y'all, he just called me about an hour before the show. He's like, Ryan, if you don't know how to talk to women, this is all you need. <laughs> he a little rusty. He a little rusty. I ain't trying to yeah. call him out. He a little rusty. Yeah. And I asked him how many cars he used. He only used about 10 of them. But he was like, he had a great time because he didn't really know where to go. He didn't know what to do. Kept it very simple. Pulled out this deck of cards and got it popping. Woo! Easy. So, guys, and look, the beauty of it is, y'all know we did something special for the month of February, the month of connection, right? I love 20. We gave you guys 20% off. And today is the 28th. It's the last day of the month. So, it's the last day to capitalize on this here. So, in the description, we have went ahead and linked your ability to go ahead and purchase that right there. So go ahead and click it and get your Harley in Love deck today. Now let's switch our focus back to this amazing guest that we have here today. Man, (laughs) welcome to the platform again. Thank you. You know, it's interesting because, you know, of the guests that we have, you are definitely on the spicier variety. When I'm thinking about the content, yeah, you know, we've been, we bring all pastors and preachers and, you know, married husbands and why, listen, you, and and here's why I say that, because you put out content that you're going to have some people saying, absolutely, hell yeah, sis, and then you might have the fellas over here like, oh, hell no, right? Right, right. But I think that's still worthy for us to have some discussion about, because I want to go into a bit of that here today especially if we trying to free the sisters because i ain't gonna lie a lot of y'all is y'all are getting played right i get the emails i get the are you getting the dms they dming you dms voice notes messages emails everything yeah yeah and from your end like when you see those dms especially from the sisters that you know it's just raggedy and and they getting played what are some of the things that you, you, you see that they're probably consistently experiencing on their end that they're communicating to you? Lack of self-love. That's the biggest thing. And I think it's interesting because a lot of times what I really encourage women to do is just know themselves so that you can know who you want to date, dig in your past, figure out, you know, who your parents were, what kind of household you grew up in, because literally the man you dating is a reflection of that. So I think that most of the time it's just like they're lost. They don't really know themselves and they end up in a whole bunch of foolishness. And I think that just relationships in general, everybody got something to say about relationship. Everybody has dated somebody. Everybody has, you know, been in some type of space where they can speak to their experience. But I really take it very seriously because, um, I think I have been like more like in a clinical space, like being having psychology degrees, but also just more in a fun space. So I give a clinical kind of natural approach to dating. And so I think that women find it kind of like funny and like it's like it's funny, but it's serious at the, you know, at the same time. So, yeah. 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 So, you know, listen, and we're going to help the people. Let me tell you, what we're going to do special this episode. This episode, we're going to open the phone lines up much earlier <laughs> than we traditionally do. Right. All right. So if you are a lady that might be getting played right now, all right, and even the fellas, all right, 
Because, listen, ladies is pimps too, all right? Yeah. So, fellas, if you also <laughs> might be going through a situation like that where you think it's a little rocky, whatever the case is, I want the family to come up on here and talk about it. So, we're going to open up the phone lines in just a little bit. So, stay patient with us. But it's going to happen very quickly. But I do want to get the conversation rolling just so we can get some context mm -hmm. to this conversation. Because if we can even just start here based on, you know, your knowledge of, you know, the um, clients that you've dealt with, that you're coaching, and just even your personal experience. Mm -hmm. What are some signs that you think are really good to start with that a young lady might be getting played? I think that not being open, that's just like a thing. Like, if you find it's a difference between like just you know not sharing a lot of things maybe he's just not some super emotional person but just somebody that's just hard to crack and it just seems like they're hiding stuff and you don't know any you don't really know anything about them right that's just one thing that i feel like just baseline if he's not open to share but he's trying to enter a relationship or have some type of um some type of relations with you and he's just not open about um, some of the things that he's going through or that he's dealt with in the past or his family, just like secrecy, I think off the rip is just not, not a good sign. But also just somebody who is not open and generous. That's, that's a, another reason. You will always run into a wall with that. Open and generous. What do you mean by that? Generous with time, generous with resources, generous with um, their family, generous with like bringing you into spaces. Like generosity is not just about money. It's actually about um, somebody willing to invest in you and like share their world with you. And so like if you're not over time entering those kind of spaces, this person is probably don't they don't probably have long term um, intentions with you. Generous with time and money. How, yeah. how, does, how does that look? It's like a helpmate, a partner, like yeah. a helpmate. Like if I told you I lost my AirPod three months ago, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody who is just showing up, somebody who is like you had a meeting. They're like, hey, how did that meeting go? How did that, you know, how did um, the project that you're working on go? You know, somebody that can feel voice that, you know, see, I think just overall just being a helpmate, somebody that can see the missing pieces and what you have going on. And, it, you know, you got to pay to play. A lot of times, unfortunately for me, me and hate talking about money, but those things cost, you know, it, it does cost to show up. And not all of it costs, but some of it does, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, no it, I mean, it, it does cost a date. That's just the, the reality yeah. of the situation, which is why depending on, you know, where you're at as a man, you just might have to put dating on hold all together to just really focus on yourself. Yes. Now, here's what I would say. It's interesting because the very first thing you brought up was that um, one thing that might be a concern is if a brother is not necessarily open um, about some of the things that he's went through with his past, mm -hmm. you know, with his family. And I guess some of those more vulnerable conversations. Now, the thing about it is what I would say is it's going to be most guys I think is going to struggle there because yeah. most guys struggle even having that conversation with other men Absolutely. alone. I'm not really sitting around with my closest guys talking about childhood trauma. Mm -hmm, That's, mm -hmm. That ain't what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So the reality is it's trickier to use that as a baseline to whether or not he's playing you because just as men, 
we just really try not we we can tend to not be as reflective our, mm-hmm. even ourselves on a lot of the things that we've necessarily went through but i can see what you're saying what you mean uh when you start talking about a man who is not as generous in these other areas but if you had to you know figure out or i guess put point a finger on what were probably one of the most important areas for a man to show generosity in early to determine whether or not this is an authentic interest from a man Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where would you say is that area of you know that's probably most important out the gate for a man to come out and express his level of seriousness about a woman whatever you into he should be into period point in the blank this is why i think one of my conversations about valentine's day went viral because i'm like Stay away from me if you're not celebrating Valentine's Day. It's one of my favorite days. Whatever I'm into, you should be into, period. I have dated men that's all into the football season and they want to go camping and be outside. I don't like any of those things. But if you care about somebody, if you into it, I can compromise and be into it. So just generally speaking, if you date, and I always say, I always date in my lane. So if you're one of those guys that are like, I don't do the makeup, I don't do the wigs, I don't do, baby, you, we, this not is not gonna work. Whatever I'm into, you should be into in like full support. So I think just like baseline, if you are a, a traveling nurse, if you are a woman who has a podcast, if you are somebody who, you know, are is working on something or a project, baseline, whatever you are putting on the table as the things that you are into, aspiration, dreams, he should be and he should automatically buy into those things. Got it. Interesting. I want to I want to ask you this, too, because I don't think we've ever spoke about this in particular, but the concept of a woman who's naive, because I'm thinking a woman who's getting played. Is it is it just true that most women who get played are just generally more on the naive end of the spectrum of women? I think we've seen recently that it can get a little tricky. Mm. And um, I think that it's all relative. Sometimes it's about your perspective like your baseline like if you just grew up in a space where you just may not have those extra sensors and just extra you know like I grew up in Chicago head always on the swivel so it's like you know I could see stuff coming a mile away so I think it's really about your environment everybody has a general baseline for like things are going to raise their senses and why I brought that up about somebody that's being secretive it's not a woman out here that feels played because that was your initial questions and they say I knew everything about this man you feel played because you in the dark about what's going on. You found out he's married. You found out he's in a relationship. You found out that he wasn't who he said he was or that he didn't want to go into a relationship or whatever the case may be. So I think that, you know, when you don't know a lot about a person, it's that's how you end up feeling like, you know, blindsided for a lot of things. So that's just like general baseline. If you're not able to have gen, gen, genuine conversations with someone to really get to know a lot of things about them whether that person again like you mentioned men are not going to just pour their hearts out but you got to know enough information about somebody to get a baseline so it's not nobody's out here saying like oh yeah like I knew his whole life and I felt play you felt play because you didn't know who this man was so that's why I think that that's a baseline you got to know people before you move forward and and you know I want to ask you this too because when it comes to you know, a woman dating and out the gate. I think this is something that's interesting here, too, because I think you have a different perspective on this. 
how honest should a woman be when she's dating a man about her past? How open and honest should she be about the things that she's been through? In life or with another partner? Another partner. Another Yeah, another partner. I personally think if a man asks you about your past, he was a great guy, didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't want to give him an additional baseline to play with you. If you don't need to tell that man anything about, oh, he was a liar, he was a cheater, he had all these baby mamas, he did, you don't need to tell him that. You need to give him enough information that he can get to know you. But overall, you need to tell him, this guy was a, a decent dude. That's it. That's literally all he needs to know is that he was a decent dude. We're going to move forward. I think when you get into a situation or a relationship, if that relationship in the past is going to help him get to know you more, I think it's worth telling. I think it's worth sharing. Mm. If it's not going to add additional layers to get th that man to get to know dy a dynamic of you, then I don't think you should share that with him. For example, I dated a guy. And in my past, you know, I just felt like he was emotionally unavailable. He didn't show enough about, he, he wasn't invested in me. And so it made me feel unseen. Like it made, it reminded me of growing up with parents that weren't, weren't, didn't have the capacity to be around. So it's like, hey, every time you tell me you're going to call me back and you don't, it reminds me of walking into my house and no bright eyes jumping up. Like nobody's like, hey, to see you, you're home. And so like those things are triggering for me. You talk to somebody about that in a, in a mid type of, you know, relationship. But unless it's going to help you get to know me more, you don't need to know about what that man did to me. It literally is null and void. I, I think that's a great counsel, actually. I um because I really don't think it's now if the woman can communicate maturely like you did and mm -hmm. give you just enough information so you like you said so you can get to know her better I think that makes a lot of sense because otherwise I really don't think a woman can win or really benefits her in that conversation because if she says too many things then now you'll be thinking about well why didn't this do you know want to continue to be with you or what's wrong with you type of deal mm -hmm. if she says some other things now you're thinking about she's naive you you, you know it, it just really doesn't work when she overshares very specific information but the thing is most guys are going to want to ask because it's a typically easier way to have a conversation and but it works now, the opposite way now see I, I would also say this too i don't think what you're actually saying is she shouldn't say something based upon whether because whether or not it's going to help him get a better understanding because i i think what you're actually communicating is you should only communicate whether uh your past relationship hi history if it's going to benefit his perspective on you i think that's actually what you're saying correct because here's the thing the reality of it is any information that you give me gets i get a chance to know you better that's even true. even the ugly stuff like, yeah. if you told me that you were just in a relationship where you were being domestically abused mm -hmm. and he was manipulating you and all these different things mm -hmm. were going on, I do get to know you better. Absolutely. But if, correct me if I'm wrong, you're saying that that's something that a woman should probably not come out the gate with saying and communicating out the gate if she's telling another guy about her relationship history, correct? I'm going to give you a toolbox to help you unlock those places in me. If what I'm sharing with you is not going to help you unlock 
the the parts of me you don't you don't need to know that and so it's like yes getting to know me getting to know the layers of me getting to know more of my triggers but I don't really think that that has much to do with the person that I dated that's why I'm saying you shouldn't really share those things unless it's going to help you it's going the things that I'm sharing with you is going to give you additional skills for you to navigate me at the end of the day, the benefit is still on me. If I'm going to share things with you, it's going to help you know how to work this right, <laughs> like how to get this right, you know. And so that's that's more so. If I, I don't share anything that's not going to help you know how to treat me the best, like perform your best. Because I think the typical response from a woman is not really that. It's usually an oversharing of the bad situation that she's been through. Mm-hmm. Or it's an oversharing of the crazy stuff the guy did. Not necessarily bad, just like kind of, just, what is it, unreputable stuff that a guy might do. Mm -hmm. Or just weak stuff that a guy might do. So she's either trashing a guy or really giving you, you know, pretty much a sob story about kind of all these things that she kind of went through at once. Which I think both of those is is just over the top. I think you can give somebody a summation of kind of what the experience was like and then give them some detail of what you're looking for in your next relationship. I think that makes a lot of sense. No, understood. And do you also feel like men, for the most part, should do the same thing when communicating to uh, ladies about some of the things that they've also been through in the past? Yes, it works the opposite way. Just recently talking to a guy, you know, just getting to know him, shared a crazy story of an ex that he dated and you know this woman was like cheating we had the guy calling her phone blah 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 he proposed to that woman afterwards i never felt the same about that man. of course not i'm just like nigga, who, the, who are you like you know what i'm saying it's like you proposed to that woman that after, massively disrespected you, know, you that massively disrespected you to me it's just like it take your stock down. And, mm. and that's what I'm telling you about, about women as well. It's like, why do I want you to know how I embarrass myself? Like, I got shit I'm taking to the grave. It's like, baby, you ain't going to never know what this man did to me and how I was cooped up in the car sitting outside his house, <laughs> you yeah. know, waiting for that girl to come up out of there because I knew she was in you're not going to ever know those things because it's just like, it's not going to help you. I want to give you a roadmap to learn more about me and perform at your best. If it's not going to do that, then... Is, is water under the bridge. Mm, interesting. Before we actually get to, uh, it looks like you got something to say. Before we get to that, what I want to do, guys, I want to let y'all know, we're going to actually open up the phone lines because I want to get the people involved in the conversation earlier here while we're communicating. So we're going to drop the link to go about going backstage to join the hotline. Hotline, please. All right, because I want y'all to go ahead and come back here and let us know, y'all. Are y'all dealing with somebody that might be, you know, giving you some problems. You think you might be getting played or just got out of the situation. I want you to come up here and talk to us about it. So can we go ahead and drop that link? As oh, yeah, well? it's up. It's up. It's it is up. up. Yeah, we good. So we can go ahead, guys. Y'all can come backstage when uh, click the link, come backstage and chop it up here with us. So to see, I am trying to get a, a better understanding mm-hmm. of kind of the things that you're sharing, you know, because I think it's important that we, you know, improve the way we go about finding connection. And you, you mentioned uh, about some of these, would you call them like a standards or expectations that we, you've been speaking about? Is, is, that, yeah. is that different? I think it's standards, um, expectations, and just like innate, like 
that's just who I am. And I always say, right. like, if a coffee date is for you, fine. I'm not the one, like, you should never let a man take you there. But, like, anybody that knows me, I'm a bit extra, baby. Do your big one for me. Don't take me to coffee because it's, like, you have to put your best foot forward. And that's the only type of energy that I accept. My friends are A1 friends. The people, my mentors, even, like, my male friends, they're A1 type of people. So anybody that knows me, know, like, don't to take don't take to see on no damn coffee date. She going to be like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, like, even <laughs> let's say the coffee date or, or really anything else, mm -hmm. any of these standards and expectations, you talk about your friends, right? Yeah. But these are people you got a prior relationship with. These are people who have taken some time to get to know you. These are people that probably have a proven track record of supporting you and kind of being there in times of need. So, does this same level of standard apply to even the very first times you get to know somebody? Yeah, I think I always, always say I always give grace. I'm not a nasty person. I'm not going to be like, coffee, what? No, I'm just going to be like, hey, you know, there's some taco, there's a taco truck down, the, you know, the street from my house. You want to go check that out? I always give people grace. I always, especially with men in general, I want to make sure that you feel good about the way that I spoke to you, right? And mm -hmm. so, like, you don't have to blast nobody for, you know, how much they spend or what they didn't do or anything like that. You miss people by doing stuff like that. And so I don't know the reason why you would even be offering me a coffee day. It could be like, you don't have much time in your day. You, you know, you actually enjoy coffee. So like, you know, you want to read a book or take me to the bookstore next door. I don't really know. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pitch my proposal to you about what more so I would like to do. And it gives you an opportunity to get to know me and know more about my likes and, you know, dislikes. So no, it's not no diss to the particular coffee, I think is just a, a learning moment, like an opportunity to get to know each other better. Now, just, just to challenge that a bit, because if the guy, I'm talking about, let's paint whoever your absolute perfect guy was, mm -hmm. top to bottom, from his height, to his looks, to his occupation, to his character, to his charisma, to his friend groups, mm -hmm. to his career, everything. I'm giving you this ideal guy. Mm -hmm. He invites you to a coffee date. Are you still going to try to offer this proposal that's opposite or something other than what he wants to go about doing with you? Or is it going to be at that point? Is that less important where you're going and it's you'll be more excited to go because you're going with this guy? He wouldn't be ideal if that's where he picked. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, wow. look, I always say this like, you know, 35, no children, never been married. Baby, I didn't wait a long time. You wouldn't personally be like, I, I'm looking for that it, you know, and it doesn't have to be it throughout the whole relationship. You're going to have tough times. You're going to go, you know, I'm not looking for some fairy tale per se, but I just don't think that that guy would be like, hey, let's go to coffee and so like he wouldn't be like ideal to me personally see me me i'm, I'm definitely the coffee date type of person mm -hmm. now it's varieties of coffee day you know yeah. maybe we start with tea coffee we do something else right or maybe it's a cocktail or something like that but i i think you you mentioned something that is very important you talked about your age and being mm -hmm. 35 and kind yeah. of what you might be looking for now and i think that's pretty much been my experience with women around i would say like the 31 or the 35 year old mark they're, they kind of have that same level of energy. Like, hey, you know what? The simple things, like I think you call it, like to mention, like the low-budget experience is kind of mm -hmm. something I'm not interested in. So is it a age thing because you're looking for something very specific at that time? Or is this applicable to any age or life, you know, I guess, um, what's the word for it? Life 
where wherever they at in their life. Yeah, I think that the the thing is that millennial women <laughs> like that's that's who we you know we are millennial women and so you know we did a lot of um running around a lot of working a lot of like building businesses and things like that so I think that social media is showing a more glamorous side of that but we kind of been that already like we're we're tired we're looking for helpmates and supervisors people that just like genuinely are you know have our best interests and I think that we've waited a long time to find our person and so I think that people are looking for more unique experiences and that experiences look a, a lot of different ways for different people it could be oh there's some Russian loose leaf tea place down the street you want to go and make our own tea it could be that it could be wow like we had a great conversation went to a bookstore across the street it looks different for different people so again me personally that wouldn't be an intriguing date for me but it looks different ways for different people I think now the longer that you wait you are looking for a little while you know because like you probably could have been pregnant and dating somebody a long time ago so the longer that you wait for like a, a good a good situation I think the more interest you have on it like it being good it's like if I wait this long this better look real good you know it better be good for me so you know, it's so, it's so crazy because, like, even when I when I look at your content, like the short form content, mm -hmm. like, I, I think I told Tyshawn this, it's just a, I'm actually, you know, uh, lightly dating a young lady, and oh, I literally thought, she has to be watching this content. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought that. Because, and this is the thing, I, because I. Why you say that? Because I, I I'm trying to understand, right? Because I, I understand that, you know, a woman might be looking for certain experience, especially if, you know. It's the fourth quarter, so to speak, and mm -hmm. she's like, "Yo, I want to, I want somebody that's gonna fit me. I want to make sure I'm not wasting my time, kind of deal." But it does give the general impression that things are kind of rushed, right? So, mm -hmm. I can give you a very specific example. So, go out date number two with a young lady, had a great time. First date, second date, great time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, now this is the thing. I'm a very busy person. Okay, so if I take you on a date on the Saturday and we have a great time, it's probably you know. Don't get me wrong. I'm a you know the the thank you and all of this stuff and you know a, a couple of calls here and there but it's probably going to take me maybe to let at least that Tuesday or that Wednesday to even come around to thinking about what's the next thing the next experience that I want to plan for us mm -hmm. but I think that attitude of you know having a certain level of expectation I think it comes off even in the conversation so rather hey you know Ron I haven't heard from you since it's a Wednesday I haven't heard from you since Monday you know, why don't you call me every day? You, that's kind of the the feedback versus, hey, let me try to figure out what you're doing on these days. Let me figure out what's going on in your, in your life so I can get to know you better and see kind of how I can fit in what's happening. Right. Mm -hmm. So it seems to be like a because I do understand you got to evaluate after every experience you have with somebody and these interactions. But it's like this level of like rush. It's not urgency. Whereas, like, this is very important. It's just, like, rush. Like, I'm in a rush to find out if you like me, if I'm wasting my time, and kind of what you're doing. So yeah. do you think that kind of that all goes together? Like, if you set these certain expectations for maybe what the experience should be like or, you know, how generous a person should be, you just getting to know them, do you think that it can have an, uh, a negative impact on the overall mindset of a woman? 
I think everybody needs to relax. Like so many things will be organic. And I think men feel a lot of pressure just in general. It's like, I got to do this. If I don't call her doing that, if I got, and it's just like the whole blow up of this, you know, relationship space. So I think that one, everybody, everybody needs to relax. But I think again, like different things for different people. Some women, I have friends that they're like, look, don't FaceTime me. Don't blow up my phone. Don't call me, text me or whatever. Me, I need to feel you on me. Do you know how quick I will just generally forget about you? I think I'm more like, what is the impression that you made? So if you went out on a date with me on Saturday and and you said that it's Monday and that person, um, or Wednesday, I think you said Wednesday and you hadn't heard from them since Monday. No, 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 no. So give you the sequence. Have a great time Saturday. Mm-hmm. Five, six hour great time, you know, oh, the hike, the, 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 the brunch, you know, the after conversation, you know what I mean? Sunday, yo, had a really great time. Thanks for allowing me to take you out. Monday, light texting. Tuesday, call, but still no invite to the next date, right? Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday, yo, this is a, hey, do you like me? Hey, are you yeah, serious about quick. me? Yeah. Right? That's, that's kind of quick, I would say. Definitely, that's kind of, yeah, that's, <laughs> I, could, I could feel the pressure there, you know. Plan, I think, you know, Throughout that week, you probably would just get, you know, like a little insight as to do you want to see me again? Do you, but I think, you know, Wednesday, that's kind of a lot to just feel like, oh, when is the next time that I'm going to see you? Like, do you like me? Yes or no type of thing. I think that is, that is kind of quick. It's just an, a consistent experience. And, and yeah. I understand that women can communicate different ways. Like, yeah. hey, I want to want more of your time or I want to see you more. Mm-hmm. But from and this is very consistent. That's the thing. I, I can't figure it out. But instead of hey, I want to spend more time. Is hey, why don't you do this? Mm-hmm. I wish we understood each other more because right. what what we really are saying is like what men don't understand about women is that you all in in DC right now the ratio it just went up eleven women to one man right and so yeah you may sense a little bit more urgency. But you all get a little bit more time to frolic. Y'all are like, okay, like this girl, like that girl. Like, maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try that. I think it's also with timing of, you know, wanting to plan pregnancies and fertility, all that kind of stuff. And so I just wish we had a lot more understanding because men do feel pressure. And I actually have a lot of empathy, you know, for a man having to be the one to approach, the one to, you know, create this great experience for a woman and all of that. But, like, women do have a different you know, sense of urgency just because we don't have as many options. And so when you when we are enjoying our, ourselves and have a having a good time, we're kind of like, is this it? Like, you mm. know, do you like me? Do you, you want to move forward? So I think that's a big part of it. Um, also, I just wish black men, particularly in black women, understood each other a lot, a lot more and took more time to invest in that. You know, it's interesting. I'm actually on the on the side of the spectrum, too, of the very simple dates. Mm-hmm. And you know what I found just in general? I'm just in general more attracted to a simple woman. Yeah. Like a woman who's not big on name brands, a woman mm-hmm. who doesn't necessarily care about she like wants to, she wants like really great food, but it ain't got to be at the biggest restaurant based on the name mm-hmm. and the hype. But see, I guess it's important too. Like I think your date says a lot about what you value. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if a woman says, if I invite a woman on a hike, if I invite a woman on a walk, if I invite a woman on a, a coffee date and she's like excited about that or wants to go there, that's dope. that either says, A, 
she is super excited about just being with me and being being a, whatever I want to do, like you said, whatever I want to do, she's with. Or she is just a simpler woman and the simpler things satisfies her, mm-hmm. which would probably mean she's pro- more aligned with my values in general because that's me. Like, I'm not the dude that really, am, I'm looking at, I know when the new Louis this dropped and this, that, not always. I've never been that kind of guy. So if you're that kind of woman, that's probably not going to necessarily, we, we, we ain't going to be aligned in many different ways. So I even think a lot about what your values are and where you're, in some ways it could be standard, but really in other ways it also could just be general preference and mm-hmm. where you want to be in dating just says a lot about what's important to you and i know dudes as well that they want to be at the hottest spots they want to be making sure they're getting the, the best top shelf liquors yeah. because that's just a part of their brand like that's mm-hmm. that that's that dude's essence like oh yeah only the best this only this and that but see me i'm not I'm an ex- I'm truly an experienced person. Love I love a simple woman. I truly value the simple things. And honestly, if a woman actually doesn't, I don't even trip if a woman might not be interested in that because in my mind, I'm like already this shows that we are in this way in many ways not aligned. So it's really not a big deal to me at all. But, and I but, think that's how you should really look at it. In fact, and fellas, I see some fellas jumping backstage there. Come backstage and stay there. Be patient, guys. We're going to get y'all up on here. But go ahead, Ryan. But does it have to start? Like, does it have to be, hey, you, you know, coffee date for simple women, not a coffee date. These women are not simple. Can it be just, hey, you start, have a starting point and then you build? Can you build to the more, uh, I guess, the more expensive experience or? I, I wonder why both things cannot exist. Like, why are we even categorizing? I personally think in so many ways I'm a simple woman. You know, I can appreciate, you know, things that don't even cost money, right? You know, but I think that it's like either you're like this it girl or you're like this home. And I just like, I'm such a fluid woman, you know, like. I'm a Southern girl, like half my family is from, Miss. all of my family, my grandparents are from Mississippi. I can cook, I can clean, I'm non-traditional. Maybe I'll get a nanny if I have kids, I don't know. You know, like I love nice things, I love to travel. So I just feel like none of these things, um, it, it doesn't have to be either or. And I just think like, just like more understanding. And I also think that, you know, a man that is simple can definitely be with that woman who like, likes maybe like nicer things and i've seen it the other way around like i recently was dating a guy he spent like 700 dollars on a juicer so it's like maybe you're not a louis gucci product you know whatever but it's like you like a bike that he had was like i kid you not was like a three four thousand dollar bike right because he likes biking and it's like we so quick to to categorize people you spend your money on shit too. You That's know what true. I'm saying? Like, That's 100% there's people true. like, he got these headphones and they beats or whatever. And I'm like, baby, you spent, I would never spend that money on that. So everybody has their things, whether it's photography or electronics. And so it's like, I think we're so quick to say, like, oh, if you like this, then you're that. Or if you like, you know, it's like everybody really values something. And I think getting to know people genuinely, you'll learn a lot about that person. Let me actually bring somebody up here so we can get somebody, uh, the family involved in the conversation. Lionel, make sure you pull that down for the echo over here. It looks like we got Misha. Oh, Misha, she fell out right. Misha, come back on here. <laughs> I seen you in there, Misha. We was going to actually bring you in that joint. But go ahead here. Misha, actually, uh, I, I want to give her an opportunity 
to actually come back up, uh, yeah. come back on stage. You know, it, it's just tricky because I, I think it is a, a major disconnection in in how we communicate and kind of what we what we understand. And the thing I think it has a lot to do with expectations. That's the thing, like because I do understand a certain standard, but I think when you go into it, expectations a lot of times, and, and this is the craziest thing. And I don't know because sometimes people find out I got a show, but it's like you you end up having conversations about if somebody's meeting expectation, and it's like, yo, I don't even know you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not that concerned about your expectations mm-hmm. because this is like in between the first and second date. You, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And even when people are communicating, you're not even able to develop a, a real understanding of what they're saying because people can say things and turn around and do something else. Mm-hmm. So like all of that has to have time to even understand how somebody's operating. So I do think in between, you really have to ask questions to really get to understand that person. So now. Mm-hmm. Maybe because this is the thing, what I'm communicating is that I find that, you know, this is just from things that other men tell me and women as well. A lot of times friction is caused about the expectation versus it being a, a friction about a standard. So if you are upset with me because I don't call you every day and instead I'm reaching out every other day, that's not friction that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. But I am interested in the friction. Hey, Ryan, you told me you was going to do this and you didn't do it. Now, that's friction I'm receptive to. Hey, you know what? That's a conversation that we need to have. So I, I think it's the focus of the relationship is all of, is really based on what other people are doing, what other people are hearing versus the actual experience and the person that you're getting on the other end. So what's the deal if she did want to hear from you every day? Do you feel like that's a lot of pressure or... Are you just too busy of a person? Like, what, what's that about? Well, I think that's reasonable if, you know, this is the thing. First off, the likelihood that a woman's going to hear from me every day in a dating phase is very, it's, it's unlikely. Mm-hmm. Because if the people that I talk to every day are integrated into my life. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the thing. If this woman is helping me to get better and be better in some way, then, of course, we're probably well past the fifth, sixth, seventh day, right? So mm-hmm. she's gonna, of course I'm going to talk to her every day because it's important to talk to her every day to get where I need to get because she's integrated into my life. But if I'm just getting to know you, I don't even, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's okay for a woman to want, mm-hmm. but to actually put the press on you about the expectation, I, I think is, is just unreasonable. Do you expect that though? Just, just curious to know also when, like if dating a man out the gate, are you expecting him to communicate with you on a daily basis? Yeah, because do you like me? Yes or no? like, are See, you so do now, you like oh me? So, so now, it's like, now that you don't like me, you Wait, must hate me then. Every, like, every, every do you sing, like me or not? <laughs> every single day, from the to time me, it's you meet like you? you got up, you work, you travel, you ate, you da, da, like you didn't, you didn't, you didn't hit my line every day. Yeah. Like, so like but, so but, so hold on wait wait. See, this I is get what your this, number. But this is the exact example mm-hmm. I'm referring to. This yes. was the exact situation. It's like you must don't like me, and I'm like no, I I really like you. In fact, I'm having a great time. But today was a long ass day, and I'm very busy. And this is only date number mm-hmm. two. You know, it's interesting oh, because wow. I have a post about this, and it actually talks about attachment styles, yeah. which is you know in this whole space, learning people's love languages. Attachment style is what you really need to know. And so a lot of how people attach and form relationships and bonds with people really is based off, you know, kind of how they grew up and missing pieces in their kind of like household dynamic. And so, you know, for me, it's like I need to I need to, you know, kind of feel you on me. And it's not in a toxic way where I'm just like, oh, my goodness, you don't like me. You don't know. But it's kind of like, 
okay, noted. Like, t- two days went past and you didn't even, okay. Hold on. No, hey, now, 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 the chat listen, going nuts. We got to drop a poll on this, by the but, way. See, we got is, to. Okay, I'm going to drop that poll. But see, this is, I'm, it's too crazy to see it. And I understand. That's why, I'm, that's why I was very curious about your content. Because mm-hmm. I swear, I'm like... I have to be dating to see you. Because <laughs> this is, this is the, exactly what the woman is, is giving me. She's like, yo, you, you must don't like me. These things are going on. But this is my question. Because mm-hmm. it's okay. I, and the, I think that's very attractive for a woman to really have that level of strong interest and to crave to speak to you every day. I, I like that, right? But the, the next thing that usually comes is not let me seek understanding. It's okay. Well, if you operate like this. Then even though I don't want to operate like that, I'm just going to mirror exactly what you do versus, hey, let me investigate a little bit further to see why this person may communicate in this way. I think it's interesting that you actually know that she wants to talk. I'm a low key kind. I don't say much. So if if I'm talking to you and and I didn't hear from you from a couple of days, I, I observe a lot of things. I'm not going to be like, hey, where were you? Why didn't I hear from you? Or whatever the case may be. So I think it's interesting that you said you're newly dating and you already like, no, she's showing her car. She should have, she got to hold that to her chest. Like let it, let somebody do what they want to do so you can see what they rather do. I'm going to get to know a lot about you just by, you know, how you moving. I'm not going to say nothing to you if you don't hit me up in a couple of days. I'm like, mm, okay. Noted. And it's, it may tell me more about you. It, it may not. I get to know a lot more about your schedule, how you move, and things like that. But, you know, women do too 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 much talking. She sh- you shouldn't even know that about her now. She, wow. I mean, she got to hold her cards. It's in the slack, by the way. Okay. I'm going to drop that. <laughs> so, see, I like, see, now we, because we, we, this is what's happening. No, this so is, I, like, this, I like this conversation. This is definitely what's happening out here in the space. In fact, let me go mm-hmm. ahead and bring a, a, a lady up here so we can get some context. Mm-hmm. Misha, why you leave us? Why, why, why are you going to come backstage and run away? What's up with you, Misha? I didn't know what to say, but I think I got something now. Okay. Okay. Well, Yo, excellent. Misha, first off, Misha, what's hey, up? Hey. Misha, did you, use your, did you use them cars yet? What? I have. I used them. They're excellent. And first of all, Misha, you got them fresh braids in your head. Shout out to Looking the fresh. Beautiful. Shout out to. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait. That's not, that's not the braids, right? I want to call it the right thing. Is it? What is, what is it called? The twist. The twist. Yeah, like the twist. Alright, the faux locks is in the in the head. And for the people that don't know you, can you please give us your age and your location? Yes. Um I'm thirty-three and I'm in Clarksville, Tennessee. Alright, are you calling because you might be having a situation where you're getting played right now? Or are you chiming into this conversation? I um while I'm dating, I met somebody on New Year's Eve and we've been talking ever since, but I did find out that they were dating other people and mm. it kind of caught me off guard. Wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. So you're dating, he's dating, and you were shocked that he was dating other people? Well, I was um, shocked by the magnitude in which he was dating somebody else. I actually went to his apartment, and somebody else was there waiting for him. Insane! Oh wow! Wow! Insane! Hold on! Hold on! Wait! 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 Oh, wait. Did you pop? You pop? Did you pop up at his apartment? No. Um, we had went out, and he gave me the code to go up, and I went up. Um, he said he was gonna run around the corner real quick, and there was a girl with a little baby in there. Oh my oh. god! So he willy nilly giving out his. Is, well, wait, wait. Is that That's was that his? Was that his baby? No, it's not his baby. He, I don't know which one he was worse. Another woman a with, a, with a random baby. baby? Whose baby it was is like this? A two, the baby was like two running around playing, and I was like, "Yeah, there's a girl here with a baby. So who is this? And How she's like? Who is she? And she said they were together. He said they're not. Uh, so I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, you got to leave that dude because well, even yeah, for her to think that they together is a problem. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, wait, wait, wait. how long were y'all dating? 
Um, probably about three weeks. Okay, this was the. And you actually thought this guy was he 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 came off as a, a really serious prospect prior to you seeing this. Well, I think I was just hopeful and excited about it because we had a lot of fun together just in a short period of time. But I didn't think there was somebody else who thought they were together in the picture. At, not at all because I was coming over his place and he's been over my place. And it, it just really caught me off guard. Did, did, did sex ever get involved? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. man. I know how that be. Do you feel like you be. asked enough questions? No, I don't. She 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 had a hearty love deck then. But yeah, we we used the cards, but that didn't really get into um, how serious he was about wanting something serious. Yeah, you know, and and the the sexual you got to be sexually reserved. It's so crazy because I was a savage. You you really got to hold it hold it as long as possible until you really get to understand and honestly it makes sense to hold it until you date exclusively but you know everybody operates differently obviously because the thing is when i think something happens like that i think that you can develop going into your next relationship some of that baggage unfortunately because you had this bad experience so now when the guy is not let's say communicating every day he must be with his other woman right he must be doing exactly the opposite of whatever he tells me he's doing and that's the impression because this thing is busters out there who playing women but it's also some very good men out there that when you bring that that energy because you maybe been hurt in the past it's extremely unattractive it's, it's really a hassle i think for men and men are not looking mm-hmm. for that for those type of issues but i mean let, let me know what your thoughts on that is but i think too believe it or not you when you for a woman that overshares there's a savior complex that some men are like. You meet a lot of men love a project, believe it or not. Really, a lot of oh, men yeah. out here looking to save. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, you went through shit growing up with that last man, or you went through. St-. They love to secretly, you know, be your savior and emotionally fix. It. And so I think you can get a man that's gonna be like, mm, I don't know, I ain't touching that with a ten foot pole. And you meet a lot of men. And then the craziest things. I just had this conversation with a friend. We meet them at 35 and they ran through because you met this woman, you dated her, she was a project, she lost her job, she she was an emotional wreck and then you did all this stuff for her, you built her up, you invested in her life and then we meet you and you like, oh, I don't do that type of stuff no more. I don't, I don't be doing that type of stuff no more. And That's we just point. like, damn, like you meet a woman that deserves it, you meet a woman that has invested in herself and has built herself up and now, you ran through busted and tired. I meet a lot, of, especially men that have been divorced before, a man wow. that has like, you know, the marriages and these men have been through relationships with women that they just feel like didn't they didn't get the same appreciation and love. They beat down and tired. And then you meet a woman where I'm just like, I'm single, no baggage. I'm like ready. Like, I just feel so great about dating. And these men are tired and beat down. Wow. Misha, let, let us know, like, what's going on now? I mean, how did that situation end? Did you stop dealing with the dude, or what's happening? You guys still dating? Good question. Yeah, we're still dating. Ma'am. Why? Call me. Lincoln what? bio. Misha, call me tomorrow. What? Misha, listen, we got we to gotta get to understand the mindset. What, why are you still dating this guy? Um, I guess because we weren't together, so it's like we weren't official or anything, so he wasn't doing anything wrong. Um, but it is concerning that she thought that they were together. He's saying that they weren't. See, Misha. That's, oh, she. That's, but wait, did she communicate to you that they were together? Yes, and there, like when when I came in, 
Oh my God, Misha. See, my, my thing is, Misha, I, I think is because, you know, maybe some things get, get mixed up. I just got a benefit of the doubt, right? But to me, that's just a very dangerous situation for a woman to be in. Absolutely. Like, you don't know what kind of temperament this woman has. And she's at, and, and for her to believe it is all that she needs to really go off the deep end and do something crazy. So for this man to kind of, you know, have his residence, a place where you should feel absolutely safe, mm -hmm. for him to have this other woman there, and to be thinking that, I think that, I think that is such a compromising position. I personally, if you were my sister, you were my daughter, mm -hmm. I personally would be like, yo, I think that you cannot trust this dude for anything in any type of situation because he's susceptible to, you know, potentially have you in a mm -hmm. dangerous situation. Yeah, Misha, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. So, sometimes the signs are, are hard to find and they're hard to see, but that one was right in your face. Yeah. And the thing about it is. You know, if if you skip that one, and it, I mean, if he was able to, to me, that's just gross neglect. Yeah. And I have no doubt that he's dating. When I meet a woman, I assume she's dating other mm -hmm. men. I don't think she's exclusively just for me and she should be talking to nobody else. I'm not that kind of guy. But I still expect some level of respect right. when I'm operating with you and when we're dating. And that, to me, was just grossly inappropriate and disrespectful and it's probably just a taste of some things to come. And you just got to really have, a, a. I hate to say not to give people grace because you want to have grace, but damn it. I mean, it was a baby <laughs> and a woman on the bed that said, that's my man. So the thing right. about it is, yeah. I mean, the, the reality of it is that ain't, this ain't the time for grace. Right. This brother, first of all, bring this brother up because his mouthpiece got to be cold. Yeah. I want to know how he wiggled. If that was my boy and he told me that went down the first, I'd be like, what, what'd you say? Well, it, it, it really, it's just really your mindset. That, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, he doesn't really have to say much. If you're willing to accept that, then you're just going to keep getting that type of treatment. I was just going to say that woman to woman, if you never said a word, what did your actions and what you accepted from him communicate to him? You right. never get to reverse that. Don't ever forget it. You never get a second opportunity to treat a, to have a man treat you differently. Whatever you accepted now. So if you did never said a word, you have told this man that you will accept sketchy situations. You will believe what he says, even if he's not telling the truth. You will. You have welcomed third parties into your relationship. You will accept him not being as honest and transparent with you. You don't need to say nothing else. That is exactly the type of woman that you have shown yourself to be to him, whether you are that woman or not, and you never get an opportunity to reverse it. Yeah, and just general rule, like, just I really think it should be no sex until you get a level of commitment because then it's very, it's very easy because now who knows what kind of, you know, stuff you open up to if you're still having sex with this guy and you're having sex with other people, you know? Are you holding it down? Holding it down what? I mean, you you know. I'm absent. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Misha, look, I appreciate you coming up on Thank here you, and yeah. keeping it real with us. Thank you so much, okay? Thank you, guys. Much love. Call me, girl. Why, why are you asking that? You think I'm just giving people counsel that I don't follow? No, but it is double standards. I, I know, yeah, know. you know yeah. what, man, they'll be like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing it. Or, you know, it don't matter. If you do it on the first day, that don't mean if I, that don't have no bearing on if I'll like you more or whatever. You know, men have different perspectives. Well, no, no, so. see, see, that those yeah. things still, I mean, two things can be true, but I just think, I mean, man, I've just been through some crazy shit. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And I've had the things that are just completely outside of my control, except the only thing that was in my control was having sex or not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I really think it's just apply applicable to everybody. And it's hard. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. look, 
because the only reason I can imagine she still would deal with the dude because she lonely. She dealing with you know depression and anxiety like everybody else. You know you she wants some. Girl? She wants some because that's the that's the mindset because we all experience that. Mm-hmm. The same reason that I would go out here and put myself out here with a woman at a random is because I'm that already with disrespected him. That already it's because those are the reasons. It has to be. Mm-hmm. That's the mindset. I mean, it's, she said she was hopeful. I think that's a lot. A lot like the like. Matters of the heart and the mind are two different things. And she said initially she met him on New Year's Eve or something, and she was hopeful. So a lot of times women are just not in the, like a desperate space, but they do, like you said, lonely, looking for companionship, wanting to you know build something and have think, you know fill that void. So, you could say yeah. it nice, but that's desperation because that is. Ve- can you imagine? Can you like think about this? Can you imagine? Tyshawn is, is some random dude. I'm going to date this woman. I'm at her house. And a dude is in the car talking about that's my woman. How dangerous that is! Yeah, that is yeah, extremely. You can get killed. Mm-hmm. That's extremely dangerous. So the only reason somebody would go back to that type of person is because they dealing with something internal. That's the only Absolutely. reason. Absolutely, and it's just so important. She's never gonna get to reverse that. She already, already made her bed. Like she's, he's never going to treat her differently. Let's actually go ahead and bring. I actually got a brother I want to bring to the stage. He's been back here patiently. I got my brother Mark B coming to the stage. What up with you, Mark? How you living, brother? I'm pretty good, man. How y'all feeling? Mark B, what's popping, man? I'm blessed, Mark. If you can go ahead and give us your uh, your age and your location, brother. I'm 27. I'm I'm in Jersey right now. Brother, you look nice. 17. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, listen, that's gonna be a benefit as the age is old. Yes. I know, bro. Where the hell your facial hair at, man? <laughs> Man, it's it's I'm curvier, man. It, it comes in later on, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, room for, room for. That's right. Hey, hey, I know why it's coming in slow. You know them Caribbean brothers. They they against that one thing that grow that facial hair. They ain't with it. Hey, but let me let me let me ask you, brother. What you charming in here for tonight? Yeah, um, I was so I was I was backstage for a little bit, and then I left because I'm like, you know, I ain't want to say nothing that goes viral, but um, I have been through like. Like me being young, I be, I was married. I was married when I was twenty three, oh, wow. and um, I've been separated for like over a year now, and whatnot. So like I and then, like you know, the whole loneliness things that comes into play and everything like that. And I do want to say for Ryan, you know, you being abstinent, like I haven't seen many men come up here and tell you that mm-hmm. they do it too. But I'm in it too, and I I haven't been with anybody else since my ex. And you know, oh. it's definitely hard out here. And then, you know, but the thing is, like, getting right with yourself, getting right with God and everything like that is going to actually, like, push you through it. But, I, yeah, I just wanted to chime into the conversation. But I wanted to say nothing that exposed nothing. Or, or Hold nothing. on. No, 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 no. Listen, yeah. listen, listen. I want you to come up here and keep it real. Don't worry about going viral. Don't worry about saying anything for clicks. I just want you to say it if it's on your heart. When you first got on here initially, what were the matters on your heart that made you want to get in here in the first place? So, oh, so when y'all was talking about the whole dating thing and uh, the whole coffee shops date, right? Okay. So for me, when I date, like, cause I I did try dating after like six months, like, it, like I was heartbroken and everything like that. But I'm telling you, like through prayers and worship and stuff like that, I got over it. Mm-hmm. And it was like only through God that, like, cause people tell me they're like, "There's no way you get over that in like you know less than two months." But like with God, anything is possible. Mm-hmm. So um, later on, I was like looking for com- companionship, and um. Mm-hmm. I started dating, but it wasn't really dating. I was looking for friendship. And when I, so my first thing is like, let me find a friend. Cause now because of the whole um, divorce and separation, everything like that, 
I'm doing everything possible to make sure that my next choice is not like the last choice I made. And mm -hmm. like, to be honest, watching you guys shows and everything like that has given me a lot of tools and everything like that. So I'm really glad you guys are doing this because like, to be honest, I like for me, I learned how to be a man from the military, you know? And it's mm -hmm. like, we're not having these conversations with our parents and these different things. The people yeah. should be teaching us is not teaching us. So it's like, I gotta come to YouTube and these different things and learn these things but it's been helping me. And through that, it's like through a simple date, you know, you can really learn somebody's value, their characteristics and these different things. When you do like an expensive date or stuff like that, you're distracted. And when you're distracted and you fall in love with things rather than the person and things start not adding up right later on, you know, you find yourself in a situation where you end up getting divorced. And my whole thing is like, I'm not trying to get divorced again, you know? I like that energy, man. Mark, I respect yeah. it. Hey, bro. shout out to the brother that's, that's that's holding it tight. And I'm gonna tell you, bro. First of all, I understand completely what it you know where you're at as far as having to self educate yourself. I've had to self educate myself financially. I've had to self educate myself in many aspects of manhood. I've had to self educate my myself spiritually in many ways, you know. And you know, unfortunately, we're put in this position. You know, because we are a generation of hardly initiated, right? Men and women, no initiation processes, no rites of passage. Uh, formally, that we, typically that we came through to give us these curriculums that we need to be successful. But big shout out to you and everybody else that's actively and intentionally educating themselves and equipping themselves. Because this process right here is where you get strong and when you get ready. And again, how you prepare yourself to not again face a divorce because i've never faced one i've had some hard breakups but i've never had a divorce but i tell you everything we doing now is to prepare myself not to be there so brother i am right along with you so big shout out to you brother mm -hmm. facts mm -hmm. and i, I want to bring some some more people up but i, I want to share this with y'all because because i want to talk to misha okay because I, I want misha to know misha i know where you at okay because i done dealt with some very toxic situations and I don't think I've ever shared this on the platform before, but... Wait, you want to let my brother Mark go? Yeah, you yeah let, let Mark go real quick. All right, blessings to you, brother. Appreciate you, Mark. All right, take care. So, this is why I went absent, all right? So, and I was in a very toxic situation. So, I was dealing with this young lady. Oh, my God. I was lusting after this young lady. Beautiful. Everything mm -hmm. about this woman was beautiful. Having a great time, right? And um, she, was, she would just do things that were very exciting to me. The toxicity was exciting to me because you just never knew what this woman was gonna do, right? So I'm volunteering for this stuff. Dealing with her for a couple months, you know, we, we having raw sex, we, 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 we going there, right? This is the only woman I'm dealing with, okay? And it ended up happening where I, she just kept doing this very toxic, disrespectful things, okay? The way she would say certain things, she would, you know, hang up, hang up in my face, you know? And then the thing is, she was just so toxic, like we would go out, have a great time. The next day, She's like, I never want to talk to you again. You play on my emotions, tang up in my face, just doing all kind of crazy stuff. But for some reason, I was just so attracted to this nonsense, right? Mm -hmm. So Kip dealing with this woman, and about after about two months, it was just so much for me that I'm like, yo, I'm done. Done with the situation, okay? A month later, okay, and I'm super single, okay? I got single energy. I'm flirting with everybody, right? <laughs> it's early last year. A month later... Ran into her because I'm real toxic. Because not only did I deal with the chick for two months, but she actually lived in my building. Mm. Super toxic. Making all the player mistakes. Okay. 
ran into her, having a conversation. I'm really connected with this chick. As soon as I see her, I'm aroused. It's like I see her driving by, and I'm like, I knew it. It's like I started having flashes of what we was going to do in the next 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay? Slayer. Go to the spot. Raw sex again. Okay? This is all, everything, I'm doing everything wrong in this situation. He's very specific about this raw sex, y'all. It's crazy. Because it's bad. Know. Because it's, it's bad. Because, I, cause look, you out there doing it. We know what y'all doing. Okay? Y'all not using condoms, right? <laughs> so, I don't want to put that on y'all. But listen. So, what ended up happening was at that, that same week, because I told myself I was done with this woman. The same week, I happened to have uh, another young lady from my past, okay, that had an urgent situation and had already agreed that she could stay a night at my spot. This young lady had a sexual relationship in the past, okay? It's like three years prior or something like that. Raw sex? No. no okay. No. Okay. Not raw sex. But th- but that's but see the raw because I, I I always use protection with this woman. It was something about this woman that I would just pretty much I was very sacrificial doing anything, right? Mm. So what ended up happening was uh, I had agreed already that the the young lady can come to my come to my spot, okay? So I had. Sexual relationships with a girl on Wednesday, random. The next day I talked to her, hey, I really can't do this. I can't get back involved with you. She's super toxic. Hang up in my face. All the crazy, the cycle over yeah. and over. Okay. Now, that Friday, the young lady comes in town. I'm not home because I'm I'm doing something. I can't remember what we had going on, but I wasn't home. So she actually stayed at my house that it was like a Thursday night, and then going into the morning, I'm also not home, but I came to stop by the house. That girl that was at my house, she was supposed to be leaving. Just let her hold my spot. Okay. She asks, she's like, hey, you know, Ryan, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm waiting for my auntie. You know, something happened. I'm going to her house later, but I want to go to the pool. Do y'all got a pool? I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to be gone all day. I don't know how you're going to get there. She's like, yo, let me hold your key fob. Again, let this lady hold my key fob, right? This is a whole different woman, okay? Work all day. I come home. I'm expecting this young lady to leave. Tyshawn drops me off at my house, and as I'm getting out the car, I text the girl. I'm like, hey, just got to my spot. Where are you at? Because I need my key to get in, get my fob to get in the, the building. And she's like, hey, uh, she texts me. Hey, I'm, I'm with your girlfriend right now. And I'm like, I looked at the text. Damn. And I'm like, I, I don't really know what she's referring to. But like I said, I have very single energy. So I'm like, it could be the security lady. It could be the lady that work at the front desk. I mean, I'm flirting with everybody. So somebody around the building knows me, right? So I'm thinking she may have met somebody. She's, so I'm like, hey, look, I don't know what you got going on. Just bring my key. And she texts me back. She says, hey, I didn't tell her that we, we, we've been involved in the past, and I'm bringing your key. I still not understanding what's going on. The elevator buzzes. How about both of these women get off the elevator in front of my apartment complex? Mm. Both of them. Super toxic situation. Out in the hallway is going down. Like mm. they they chummy first they chummy to get off the elevator they all best friends the alcohol I have no idea how these women met each other and they actually trying to get in my place right so you can imagine of course long story short it, it goes crazy in the hallway my neighbors are coming out one girl I kicked off my floor back to her floor that's the girl that lives in my building and the other young lady stand with me I I had to kick her out because it's complete disrespect for her bringing some random person to my door right. And I remember calling Tyshawn, and I'm like, yo, this crazy shit happened. I'm telling him the story. He's like, bro, you, why are you dealing with this shit? He's like giving me counsel. I'm like, and I'm, 
and I'm in no, such at first a, I was like, wait, wait, did you let them both in? Like, no, that's what, what he said. Yeah, like, okay, first, yeah, first he I said. I thought I was about to go somewhere totally different. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, were they trying to have a threesome? I'm like, bro. <laughs> and I'm pissed. I'm pissed because I just got cussed out by two women going nuts on me on my own hallway while one of them is holding, like, holding my key hostage. So this is nuts. And long story short, I'm like, yo, I'm never dealing with this woman. I'm, I'm kicking both of them out. I'm not dealing with women. Like, this is, I'm, it's, it's crazy at this point. A month later, again, even though this woman completely disrespected me, disrespected my, my space, because I was lonely, because I was going through some things emotionally, because I was so, I was so deep into, you know, satisfying my cravings for the flesh, I actually started dealing with this woman again, okay? And not only did I start dealing with the woman again, again, I'm having raw sex with this woman, okay? Slayer. First time back. This was, so it was another Wednesday. I have raw sex with this woman. The next day, again, toxic energy. I never want to talk to you again. Hang up in your face, right? Saturday, we working, okay? We working. It's late. It's like 11 o'clock. She calls me. She's like, yo, where she? she's hood, hood-ass chick. Hood as hell. <laughs> New Orleans, extra hood. She's cussing me out. Where you at? You told me you wasn't dealing with nobody. And I'm at the coffee shop at 11 o'clock. Me and Tyshawn were literally working on the show. And I got her on loudspeaker because I didn't know why she was calling this. So Tyshawn is looking like, yo, who, who the hell is that? And I'm like, yo, what's going on? I'm not dealing with no women. I'm like defending myself. Like, hey, listen, I'm, I know we just kind of start dealing with you. I'm only dealing with you, right? She just goes cussing me out. And she accuses me of burning her, right? She actually in loudspeaker, so I had to tell burning. Her, by the way, translation giving her an, an STD. STD. She's like, "Yo, Ryan, you you fucking burnt me." Slayer. And she's going in, and I'm like, "How is this possible? I've been tested. I only been dealing with you. I only had even for for that entire four month span. I only dealt with this woman, right? And she's just very adamant. You did this and all of this stuff, right? So I'm like, okay, well, I just kind of gave in." And I'm like, okay, well, I'm sorry. I don't know how I did this. What's the situation? I'm like, what do we got? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, so now I'm like, shit, is it curable? That's what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. So she's like, you got this, you know, trick or something like that, like trichonomagnosis or, or something like that. She's sending me screenshots of what it is. That's fine. I'm like, what the hell is a trick? I'm he's like, there. He's there. Listen to the whole thing. And and Tasha, I could tell you, I would, I've never, ever experienced nothing like this before. I've never been burned. Nothing. No scares. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like super distraught. And I'm like, yo, I got to go home. And she's just going in on me. And she's sending me all these screenshots about how you can get and all this stuff. So I immediately, I'm like, okay, listen, I'm sorry I put you in this situation. I don't know how it go. How much was the test? All of these things. And I'm asking her, how do you even know? Like, we just did it. Like, how do you even know that you burnt? She's like, yo, I went to the doctor on Tuesday because this was going on. So now I'm like, I just had sex with this woman on a Wednesday, but she just went to the doctor on Tuesday because she thought she had something. You, f- you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is how deep involved and stuck I was in what was going on internally. This is me having no self-worth dealing Damn. with this woman. Right? Mm. So I'm like, okay. You know, I accepted it. I sent her some money for the test and everything. Completely, I'm now thinking I have this STD. Okay, I'm making this list of women that I've done it with because you can have it and not be a spreader. Mm-hmm. So now I'm practicing on a Sunday because I can't get tested till Monday. This man said a spreader. So right, a spreader. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. Are so, you a spreader? So listen, on a Sunday, <laughs> on a Sunday, right? I'm like literally got this list of women I've dealt with. 
I'm practicing the conversations I'm about to have with these women because I'm assuming I must have burned all these chicks, right? And I'm calling people, a couple of guys that I trust to talk about it. And the the council was like, yo, you need to chill. Just don't do nothing until you get tested, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I'm ready. I'm ready to come clean, be a noble man, be honest about the situation. I get passes, right? Go get tested on a Monday. Now, it's an urgent situation, so I got to pay for urgent care, okay? So the test end up coming out for like 1000 bucks, which is crazy. You got to pay 250 for the little situation. Then you get the test. You pay the lab. It's 1000 bucks. So I'm out 300 on this woman. I'm out 1000 bucks now taking the test. And I'm sweating. I cannot sleep. I'm calling a girl. She refuses to talk to me, right? So I'm, I'm really going crazy because she won't talk to me. So I left a message on her phone that morning like, hey, look, I know you're very upset about this. I apologize. But I'm going to get tested today. I'm going to let you know how everything goes once I get the results, right? And I asked her. I said, can you ask your doctor these series of questions? Because I came up with some questions that I thought that I didn't get the answer to. Go to the doctor, get tested, get a call from the girl that night. She's like, hey, Ryan, we need to talk. I said, hey, listen, no, 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 no. I went and got tested. I should have told you when I got tested. You know, nothing to talk about. I take full responsibility, all this stuff. She says, no, 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 no. I got something to talk to you. But I'm like, you know, what's the situation? She says, Ryan, you don't got nothing. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah. See, what happened was I had the smell going on. I thought I had something. I went to the doctor. Doctor tells me he's going to send me some medication if I need anything. I go, I look up the medication, and it's used for this STD. She calls the doctor. The doctor says, yes, it is used for that STD, but it's also used if mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. imbalanced uh-huh. pH. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. After that... <laughs> Like, yo, I am absent because what I realized, I was so controlled by this woman's the sex. That's all it was. It was sex. She's disrespecting me, but I'm very attracted to it. Mm-hmm. She's doing all this toxic stuff because you mm-hmm. didn't. It was so unpredictable. And all of this was fun to me. It was fun. Oh, man, she's so crazy. She might do this. Oh, she's so crazy. She might she might show up and this pop off. We might do it anywhere. You know, so. Basically, I tell that long story is because even us men, so when I say talk about abstinence, when I talk about, you know, the importance of not, you know, getting yourself out of that dark place internally so you can actually make good decisions and not go back to those toxic relationships, it's because this is something that I have actually experienced. And this is like not a long time ago. This is mm-hmm. at 34 years old. I got wrapped up in this woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about completely wrapped up and I remember telling Tyshawn about my decision to go absence and all the things that I was going to work on because I really thought that this shit was fine I really thought that right and because everybody is in these situations for different reasons and I and he was like yeah you know you you can't do that because you you never know this might happen that might happen he was like you you know and I'm like yeah you know what we do got this going on we do got that going on it's entire very that's why it's my boy he was like bro a woman will do some fucked up shit to you for less. It don't have nothing to do with how much money you make and what your following is. It could be she woke up on the wrong side of the bed mm-hmm. and like, you know what? I won't have his baby. Especially you know what? if she's toxic as hell. Especially if she's toxic. But guys, let just quick round of applause for Ryan not being burnt. <laughs> All right. So quick oh, yeah. round of applause. Still, still have never been burnt, fortunately. But Healthy yo, that genitals. was a scary situation. Healthy that genitals. A, that was a very scary situation for me. Mm-hmm. And it, it really had me like for for months after that, it had me in this like 
place of like paranoia of how I'm dealing with women. It was even when I would like even it still I still have like PTSD from that situation. So it's certain things that a woman might do now that I'm like, oh, she might be just like this crazy woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she just and she just might be trying to keep it spicy. You know? So and, and that's a lot for me to share, by the way, guys, about oh, that yeah. kind of situation. Ultra vulnerable right there. Ultra vulnerable. But it's four months of, of this toxicity. So when I hear about Misha, for example, having this situation that is clearly the utmost disrespect, clearly carelessness for uh, and careless disregard for her life. And kind of the her feelings, emotions, everything. I it really made me think about that. It's like, yo, like we can all get into that place where we will literally accept anything. Healthy genitals. Round of applause <laughs> one more time for Ryan's healthy oh, yeah, genitals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fact, negative, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not. I'm not even. I'm done. What I want to do is, I actually we got some people that have been patiently waiting back here. Let's go ahead and bring my sister up. It looks like my sister Bungalow or Bungalo. Did I did I say that right, sweetheart? <laughs> it's Bungalow. Bungalow. What's up with your sister? Hi. Hello. I'm look, 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 you looking good. You got well, you got like a full face of makeup on. You you was ready to get on the show tonight? No, no I actually like, like I just, I just got, got off not too long, long ago. ago. And I was okay. like, I'm a little I listen. Okay, okay, I'm streaming. And I, and I came on a certain part, part. and I was like, wow, this is really, really interesting because I have an opinion, an opinion on this. On this. So, so now let's, let's hear the opinion. Before you give us the opinion, tell us your, uh, your age and your location and then get into your opinion. Yes, so I'm 30 years old and I'm in Richmond, Virginia. VA, what's your, and what part of the conversation, you've been back here for a minute, what part of the conversation you give us an opinion on? Um, so uh, with the lovely guest when she was talking about like um, her expectation of someone calling her every day. Oh my God! Tell us what your thoughts on that. So I don't disagree. I think everyone has their own opinions. I think um, it's subjective, right? So for me, it's interesting because as a woman, I'm an introvert, and I was in a relationship with someone who was really upset with me because I wasn't the type of person who could talk to them every single day, and I was really transparent because I knew that this had come up in friendships and different situations, and I would tell people like, "Hey." I'm an introvert, you know, I have certain times where I'm like certain days that I dedicate for myself, where I just need to be by myself, right? Um, and I remember something came up one day and I was on the phone with my, with my partner, my ex. And um, he was like, you know, I have to do something and I'm gonna call you right back. <laughs> and I said, um, I said, oh, you know what? It's okay. It was like, it was, we had been on the phone for about two hours, right? And I was like, I was like, it's okay. Go ahead and um, get some rest. I'm going to go ahead and do my thing. Let's talk, you know, maybe the next two days or so, right? This triggered an argument that was really bad. And then he just went off and was like, you know, like, you don't want to talk every day. Like, do you really like me? And then it spiraled off into like, uh, I guess at that point, I hadn't posted any pictures of him on social media. He never even brought this up, but it spiraled into that. Like, mm. like I, you don't, you're not posting pictures of me. Like, are you, are you dating somebody else? And I was just like, so hurt. Even when I'm talking about it now, it hurts my feelings because I really love that person. I still do love that person. Um, and so when I was hearing you say that, I'm like, this is interesting because I was with that person for a few years. And so... For me, if I'm just meeting somebody, the idea that I would talk to them every single day is, to me, 
Like it's it's unrealistic for me, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm busy for one. And for two, I like the idea of being able to miss somebody. And I think the distance is healthy. Um, and so what I wanted to also say was that I know a lot of times we talk about love languages, meaning like we're, we talk about it in the context of like, how do I wanna receive love? But I think a lot of times we, we neglect the idea of like, what's your love language in terms of how you show up and how you express love to somebody? Even if I don't recognize it, I wanna know what your default setting is for how you show up and how you show love. For example, for me, um, growing up, cooking for somebody was how I showed love. So if I come back in the kitchen and you threw my pancakes in the trash and you could be so nice about it and say, look, you know, I'm just not hungry or whatever it is. For me, I might have an emotional response because I'm like, you just threw my love away. Whereas somebody else, they could think it's not that big of a deal. Um, like for me, me liking somebody is not predicated upon, uh, uh, it's not, the basis of my love is not the frequency of how much time mm -hmm. we spend together. But I can understand if you like quality time or you want more frequency, but at some point I have to protect my own space to say, well, this is what I need to be okay. I need a day where I'm not talking to anybody so that I can recharge. And so to, to wrap it up, because I know it's a, I, I'm, I'm talking a lot, is that I think when you said, what made me want to call in is when you said, wait for somebody to show you what they want to do. You, you said, wait for somebody Let to show you what they want to do so that you can see what they'd rather do. Let and so for me, I think do. I want to give you uh, an alternative perspective of maybe, maybe when you're doing that, it could, it could turn unhealthy because you, you're almost assuming that because they're not doing this thing that they're not, you're tallying against them something that they're not even aware as a requirement. And to them, they may have a default setting of, that's not how I show up to show that I like somebody. And so I've been in situations where I've assumed those things. So I'm not trying to attack you. It's been in other ways, not in that particular um, aspect. And I've said like, for instance, I'll tell somebody like, hey, if they're texting me a lot throughout the day, I'll say, hey, I really wanna get to know you, um, but I have trouble texting throughout the day. Um, you know, let's have a phone conversation one of these days this week. And somebody will say, oh, okay, that's great. That works for me. I'll go ahead and pick up the phone to do it. And boom, it happens. I think sometimes we can just communicate and tell somebody like, hey, this is how I receive love or interest. So Bunga, let, me, let, let me actually do this here because we actually dropped the poll on this. And first of all, thank you so much for your input on that one. Thank you for calling. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure we go ahead and get your perspective on that one as well. But you have an absolute blessed day. Okay, sweetheart? Yes. Thank you. And Absolutely. on that note, I'm going to read that poll. Yes. Read the should poll close that one out. men communicate to, or should a man communicate to a woman every day when they initially start dating? And we got 626 votes. Incredible. 55% of people say yes, of course. That's wow. a shocker to me. Wow, every day. Every single day from the from the and it says from the first time. And this is I mean, it's assuming I, from the first time you meet somebody. Yeah. I mean, I like that energy. I just don't like when it comes with like pressure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. First of all, I think just initially what she what she said is um it's so important because as as she mentioned that you 
just because I don't reach out to you every day, and I think you kind of spoke about this, doesn't mean that I'm like not that interested. I actually could like you a lot and not, but I always say, do what you could do. I personally am the type of person that needs that. And to her point, it's actually not rooted in anything healthy, but I've done my fucking work already. Like I've done my work and I know that it's not rooted in anything healthy, but it's like, it's not even something that I can overcome. If I don't hear from you, like I need to feel your presence on me and in my life. If I don't hear from you, I'm kind of like, mm, okay. And again, I don't ditch you to the curb, but I, I do kind of feel the absence. And that comes from deep rooted things about how I actually, you know, attach to people. And so I think, again, when you meet somebody who wants to go to like call them to the carpet on that, they will. I don't, I don't bend on mine because I know that there's a man that that's going to be nothing to him to say like, hey, I, I'll text you. Yeah, I'll call you. Or he want to call me. This isn't even a request. He want to talk to me, you know. So I think that, you know, finding people that are in that space, there are going to be men for her. That's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, get off the phone. I'll do me. You do you. We'll reconvene tomorrow. And that's that could be, you know, her person. So I think just compromise, understanding each other and learning how each other receive and give love is, is very, very important. So she made a lot of valid points, you know. Yeah, look, let's keep getting initiated up to the stage. This episode is for y'all here today. We actually got Rebecca backstage here. I'm going to let Rebecca come up here. What up, girl? How you doing, Rebecca? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm blessed. What's up, I'm Rebecca? Blessed. I'm blessed. <laughs> look, the uh, initiates got the, look, they got the full locks in. That's like the style right now. Popping. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. I like it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me your age and your location. Um, I am twenty, and I am from the suburbs of Chicago. You went. Oh, you twenty okay. years old. Lano, you heard that? Yo, <laughs> yo, Lano, back there. You know what I'm saying? That boy trying to tell you what I'm saying. That smile going crazy, Lano. Uh, man, I love seeing my young ones on here getting mm -hmm. this game because this this is a mature conversation we having. So if you could sit here and hang in this conversation, I already know your mindset is elevated. But what's up, sister? What you got for us? So a little bit of a situation. Like a few weeks back, um, I had met a guy at this party um, at this college my friend goes to. I've been friends with this um, guy since like maybe like elementary school, like middle school. Um, so it was just a mutual friend that I met at the party. Um, and, you know, we were like playing kapong, like hitting it off, like it was cool. Um, and we talked a little bit about like uh, going thrifting because he said he likes to go thrifting and, you know, nice. each other compliments like we look good. Look at you, like so. It was, um, we <laughs> and stuff, and you know, we were talking. He ended up like sliding my story after some, like a little bit of time, and like you know, he kept continuing the conversation. So I was thinking, like, okay, like maybe like you know, he wants to like talk to me or something. Um, and this is kind of like why I kind of decided to join because the whole thing about like talking every day. I feel like when somebody does like you they do want to talk to you every day so that's why you know this guy you know we were talking every single day so i was kind of like okay maybe like he likes me or something so anyways we ended up going thrifting um and you know it was fun we were just talking laughing the whole time and there was one thing i had asked my friend since he was friends with this guy you know like i'm like what's the tea on him and he told me that like the guy just kind of got out of a relationship so I was already kind of like on edge a little bit, like, hmm, I don't know. So I'm gonna just like be careful and, you know, I'm gonna just let, let him have some space. We can, you know, be friends, just get to know each other for some time. 
Um, and so, yeah, so we went thrifting and the last store that we went to, uh, we were like in my car and he was connected to my Bluetooth and somebody like kept calling him and like <laughs> my Bluetooth, like when somebody calls you, it starts saying the number. Wow. Um, and so you know, oh. it rings a few times and I'm like, are you going to answer that? And he's like, nah. <laughs> and so I was just like, okay. Like I didn't really say anything. Um, then we end up going to dinner. He was like talking to his family on the phone and then he looks at his phone. He's like, somebody keeps calling me. And like in my head, I'm already like, okay, like I, I know it's his ex. Like I already kind of knew it was his ex already. Like I, I kind of put the pieces together already. And I was like, telling him this. And, um, you know, we, we just ended up like chilling for the rest of the day. And then he went back home. Um, and I call my friend right away to tell him everything that happened. And the next day he goes up to my friend and he's like, oh, like I, I gotta tell you something about your friend. Cause I ended up texting him about it. I was like, you know, I noticed somebody kept calling you and you know, you didn't really want to answer. Like, do you have a girlfriend or something? Even though I already knew like he doesn't, but I just kind of wanted to see what he was going to say. Um, yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. So because of that, he had said like, oh, like, you know, I just got a relationship. Like, I'm not really ready for a relationship right now. Um, cause I had asked him like, you know, just like, let me know where we stand. And so I guess he took that as like me saying like, oh, like I want to be in a relationship or something, but like, that wasn't really what I meant. So yeah, so he ended up talking to my friend about it. He was like, no, nah, is, is this a date or not? Right. So I don't know. When he talked to my friend, he kind of like, I feel like he kind of spinned the situation. Like he was saying like, oh, like it's the first link. Like she's just trying to act like I'm like, she's trying to jump into a relationship like right away. And I was just like. Huh? Cause I had my friend actually record the, <laughs> the whole entire conversation. Cause I wanted to see what he was going to say. Oh um, my God. Yeah. So I don't know. It kind of was very off putting to me that like he kind of spin it that way. And I just don't know, like what's the proper way for me to like address that and not have that person like take it that way. Cause like that wasn't really, I was just trying to see kind of where his head was at with it, I guess. First of all, like, this sounds like a story that like my little sister would. Oh my god! So, so many things, like the the recording, the conversation, <laughs> you you going to his best friend. I mean, it's his best. Is his friend like it was kind of yeah. Yeah. Some, some, look, look, some young, steps, young, yeah, some college, young, some young college yeah. toxic, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> college toxic, yeah. oh, like light toxic, right? <laughs> toxic zero. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so here's the reality of the situation. How long y'all been dating? I mean, we weren't even like dating. We were just kind of talking. So I was just trying to. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, listen, all right. Look, how long was was that happening? <laughs> how long? It's like one day. It just sounded like one day. Okay. It was one one time that we went out, and it was maybe like three weeks that we had like known each other. I I would say. Okay, and uh, and just in general, where are you in life right now? Are you open to seriously bringing somebody in your life long term, or are you just in a place where you just want to have some fun right now? Um, definitely. Like I've, I've always been the kind of person who's like serious. Um, you know, like I'm in nursing school, I graduate nursing school in like three months, literally. So I have a lot of like big things. Like I feel like I have my life set. So like kind of not that that's like, not that I'm like looking or seeking for it like actively, but that is like the one thing I'm kind of like missing in my life. Like I have everything kind of figured out and you know, it'd be nice to have somebody like by my side, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing I know is whenever you're dating somebody that's freshly out of a relationship, that residue is all over them. And obviously you can see that residue is clearly still all over him. He hasn't even detoxed 
that out of mm-hmm. you know his situation emotionally it's emotionally not out of the other young lady he's dealing with and you just got to understand that if you take him on at this point that he's in this is a very risky place to deal with somebody because you are potentially now the woman that is in this new chapter because right after a man gets out of a relationship he kind of got to get his groove back he kind of got to get his rhythm back like everybody else too right he may not be really ready to get into something very serious especially this is a young brother as well how old is his brother he's he's 20 the same age as me. this is a 20 year old brother the likelihood that right out of a relationship that sound like it didn't end well by the way she's blowing up his phone the yeah. likelihood he wants to get into something absolutely serious is is, is kind of low. Right. You really need to have some serious conversation with him, like mm-hmm. not talking to his best friend and trying to talk around right. what mm-hmm. he wants, getting information through the grapevine. You just got to have a straight up conversation with this dude. On the date. Hey, man, is yeah. it typical for somebody to be blowing your damn phone up like this while you out with somebody? And like, yeah, like where do you guys stand? Do you still have emotions for her? Like and and make sure you with guys too in particular because one thing women can do is you guys can create a very in, interrogative environment when asking questions and it put guys on a defense and they either stonewall and don't say anything or they just say what you what they believe you want to hear create a safe environment like position yourself as the homie as the friend like make it harmless and. Yeah try to get this guy to just open up to really see where he stands because the reality of it is when he tells you what the situation is you might find out this dude is literally have no intentions of having no long-term relationship he likes you he thinks you're pretty and he want to go out with you and be around you so yeah there's just so much that's undiscovered right now but what i would say just in general dealing with a guy in this place fresh out of a relationship that's just not a good spot to be dealing with a dude when they fresh out of relationship still it's nasty still got this emotional woman all calling on there and you know he's probably still emotionally involved as well this is just a risky place in general to be dealing with a guy but i mean what's your thoughts on that as well always believe what a man says so i don't care if y'all going thrifting i don't care if y'all got matching pajamas (laughs) on a christmas card he said, and you heard a little bit of it in the um, conversation with the friend, she's just looking for trying to jump in a relationship. I don't know if I'm going to believe exactly what a man will do, uh, will frolic with you in the streets and literally has have no intention. So it sounds like that's just something that he was a little amped up about and kind of, res- you know, is not he, that's not something that he really wants to do in terms of the relationship thing. So whatever you do, do not forget what he says. I know people always say, oh, you know, it's all about action, you know. No, believe what that man says. So, you know, he he definitely doesn't want, you know, anything long term. So always keep that in your, you know, in your pocket. <laughs> I think that's great counsel. And, you know, you do have to address like you have to teach yourself to address undesirable behaviors. So even if you would have just waited to the end of the date, said mm-hmm. something like, hey, you know what? I had a really great time with you, but I got to be honest with you. I think when your phone was kind of blowing up, I was a little worried about that. You know, is is there, you know, what's the situation? So it's okay to have these conversations. And when you do, you will find out a lot about that person, about how they react. You know, does he, you know, hop out in hives and cold sweats and start mm-hmm, stuttering? Mm-hmm. Or is he just like, yo, you know, let me tell you exactly what the situation is. And I'm actually working on completing and leaving this in the past. So going right. to the homie 
who whose loyalties is all mixed up. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just not. It's not gonna go good. Yeah. And and then men talk a lot of stuff with other men too. So you can't even take full a hundred percent of what he said to the homie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know she just man. She don't want to be with me already. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. It's just locker room talk. So just make sure you yeah. actually go straight to the source and speak to the person. And find more information about the person that you actually interested Rebecca, in. Rebecca, thank you so much for coming up on here and sharing with us, sister. Matter of fact, I want to know how this progresses. Can you send us the progression to info at hardlyinitiated.com? Yes, I can. Please do so, love. All right, you have a blessed day, okay? You too. Thank you. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to all the new members. Man, ladies and gentlemen, we got some. We got, listen, we all got issues. We do. We got issues. Do we got any super... But guys, by the way, however your comments are, you want them read on the show, send your super chats in so we can read your your thoughts on the show. And I actually got somebody anonymous I want to get to after, right after we go about getting to these. I love this. Shout out to Nordy H for dropping the bottle. Shout out to her for dropping the uh, Harley Initiated membership. Shout out to Mia Minion, also one of my favorites, dropping the Harley Initiated membership. And shout out to all of the new members that are actually joining us this evening. Shout out to Ikene for sending over the super chat. You will be 65 and still picking. Delusional. <laughs> I'm not, I think a kid, that's his like, that's for anything that was talked about tonight. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Lady K's Kitchen. Too much expectation leads to disappointment. Just allow the dating process to grow into a friendship then blossom into, the, into a relationship. Okay. Shout out to VJ. VJ, listen, I love you. Every time I hear from VJ, love I just you, feel VJ. a little bit more blessed than how I felt when I actually came in. So shout out to VJ. Shout out to Dark's 80s, man. I'm him, bro. I'm over it. Yes, that is a soul tie because it's a soul tie. I still think about that girl for real. I'm, that's why you got to work it all the way uh-huh. out. Go fully abstinent. Uh-huh. Fully abstinent. Shout out to Darnell says, Rebecca, you can have all my time. Oh, oh wow. Then that's a little that's a little thirsty, Darnell. <laughs> but I like that energy. I Why like that, that energy. Thirsty. Bring back the man who willing to jump across the table, man. Everybody too cool. He said, Rebecca, you can have my time. I love that kind of energy. Bring you, say that. you say that. You say that. Right. Bring back those kind of guys. <laughs> That's it. That's, that's it. it. No, no, that's, that's, it. that's it. That's hey, it. Hey, Lano, go ahead, turn it back down. I got somebody anonymous coming to the stage right now. And y'all know for my anonymous people. It's always kind of intense. All right, as long as they're not a troll, we're going to see what this is about. Anonymous caller, can you hear us? You are mute, anonymous caller. Please unmute yourself, anonymous caller. Oh, man. These anonymous calls be kind of having me on edge, especially when we talk about dating. I'm like, I don't know if it's one of them things I used to mess with back in the day. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if we should take anonymous calls right now. Nah, (laughs) anonymous caller is not that they they, they had cold feet. They had cold feet. And that's that's how it is. You never know what the anonymous is going to be about Mm -hmm. because, you know, people really be going through some stuff, y'all. And for my my people who watch the show, y'all know what I'm talking about because we've had anonymous callers. We had somebody who was having a fling in the church call up. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it, it, it gets kind of crazy out here, but everybody need a little bit of help. But y'all go ahead, guys. Look, we're about to close this thing down, y'all. We're not about to be here all night long. I'm going to go ahead and take the last cohort of Super Chats and the last cohort of calls. We went ahead and put the link in here for all of you guys that just got in here now. Please go ahead and hit the like button so we can continue to spread this amazing message we got my girl in here all the way from dc y'all she's in the building in here today with us 
So we are, and look, I'm really enjoying this conversation. And Anonymous just came back in here, so we're going to see. The people love dating, We're going to see if this works. Anonymous caller, can you hear my voice? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear your voice now, Anonymous awesome. caller. And I'm going to respect you being anonymous. I, I want to make sure this is not a troll call. You got a serious issue. Yes, I have a serious ongoing issue. And I've been meaning to call in on so many of y'all shows. And I'm like, I'm calling in today because I need help. Okay. Okay. So, so break it down to us. What's the situation? Okay. So first off, um, I started dating last year. Um, I was the one who I called in several months ago. I had lost my daughter to suicide. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. So y'all know who I am. I do. I do. do. I do. Right. Okay. So shortly after that, I started dating and wasn't really looking for anything serious because, you know, I was still grieving my daughter. But I was needing something to help make me feel happy, something to distract me um, from the pain of losing my daughter. So anyway, I started dating this young cat. I knew it wasn't nothing, but he was very intentional. He called me every day. I mean, we spent a lot of time. It was like we go together, but we don't. And so I was like, okay, this isn't going anywhere. I don't want to get my feelings wrapped up. So I'm going to end it and just be solo. I then shortly after that, literally a month later, meets this other guy who ends up becoming a narcissist. Um, Basically, I say that to say I got wrapped up in it again. He was very intentional, calling me every day, texting me 50,000 times a day, spending a lot of time with me. Um, I'm in the process of moving. He basically says, move with me. I'm going to take care of you. Long story short, I'm going to make all your dreams come true. All the men that wasn't nothing, I'm going to be that guy. I ended up basically losing everything. Had to start from scratch. I got rid of all my furniture and stuff to move in with him. I had a, things got abusive really fast. Like within a month, things started getting really abusive. So I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm not about to deal with this. So I leave back on my own and then i'm like i'm taking a break i'm not dating anymore i I need to get this guy out my system before i start over um so now fast forward i then get on the dating app (laughs) because i'm not meeting anybody i don't really go out like that i meet this one guy um probably and i'm uh, 43 by the way so usually guys think i'm in my late 30s um so anyway i meet this guy he's late 30s we start dating and he's like oh you know i really am into you i really like you again we're talking every day texting every day on the phone facetime all of that um but anytime he takes me out he rarely would want to take me out and we would go out he only wanted to have drinks we had a conversation about it 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 just wasn't we weren't in line so i ended it um Recently, I just went out. Now, this is this just happened. I just went out probably last weekend with my friend's birthday. We're out at some club type thing, and this older guy approaches me, older than what I'm used to dating. He's 47. He's like, you know, you're so pretty. I really want to take you out. This is like while we're there. I want to take you out. We exchange numbers. He t- calls me probably two days later. We start talking for two days in a row. Um, next day he calls me, I'm busy working. I call him back later that afternoon. I text him say, Hey, I was just busy working. Give me a call. Talk to you later. I don't hear from him until literally this afternoon. He finally texts me and says, Hey, I'm sorry. I was busy. My car broke down, yada, yada, yada. Hmm. And I then convey with him, 
oh, okay, well, you know, we have been talking every day. I thought you ghosted me. You know, I'm just kind of got accustomed to us talking every day. I wasn't sure how to take it, but I assumed you had ghosted me. And he just responded back with, I'm sorry. He never called. I didn't call him. And I, in my opinion, I was like, mm, I think maybe I should walk away from this. I don't think that he, quote unquote, likes me. It's giving mixed signals. I'm not sure how to take this, but I feel like I'm giving this energy of when I see something that I don't like, I run because I'm so afraid of getting hurt. And this is where I need y'all's help. And am I overthinking it or wish y'all's assessment? Now, and I just want to confirm, how many days did he go absent? Um, I would say 24 hours. He just like a whole day. Hmm. I didn't hear. Okay. He said, yeah, he said he did say his car broke down. But his car, his phone didn't break. <laughs> and. Not enough data. You need more data. See, that's I know it's it's kind of it's kind of tricky because you kind you brought me th okay so you brought us through the you brought us through three guys. Mm-hmm. You brought us through the first guy who was a narcissist. You called him off. You brought us through the second guy who he had this weird relationship where y'all were dating. He would take you out only to get drinks. And that kind of broke off for whatever reason that broke off. And in this this relationship here, this guy here, y'all freshly, this is pretty new, mm -hmm. but he goes kind of absent for a day. And now you thinking that you need to move away. From this guy because his communication got shoddy within the last 24 hours yes you know i mean what's your thoughts on this Be I, I think it's too early i mean mm -hmm. and you know this is a thing it depends on where he at financially how big that car situation is because you know, for some people, the car go down. It, I do need 48 hours to grieve because this is, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to take care of my whole entire life. Mm -hmm. And then for other people, they car go down. It's like, hey, babe, you know, you know, car messed up. Got to put in the shop. May cost me four, five thousand to fix, you know, and it's not a big deal. So, you know, you really do have to ask some more questions like, are you OK? You know, mm -hmm. is there anything that I can do to assist? And don't really do anything that's too much right outside of giving him some pep talk because you don't really know the guy but you definitely want to uh dig in a little bit more because it might be a really you know desperate type of situation so i think for this one you know you, you it's too early to say it it's, is it's too early it, to say. it's just way too early Any, anything we say is going to be an absolute crapshoot you know we're going to be all going off emotion you don't even really know this guy you know what i'm saying and you haven't even talked to him enough to really get a feel for what's going on. Did you reach out to him to see how he's doing? Um, well, like I said, so after I had called and texted him and I didn't hear from him until this afternoon when he finally responded to my reaching out to him, I got busy with work and with everything, but I, no, bottom line, long story short, no, I did not call or text him after he said that he was sorry. It, it's so many conversations that you got to have with this guy. I mean, to be honest with you, and that's my thing, ladies, like, if you like a guy and you're interested and you, and even if he doesn't answer the phone, but you think a call is needed, hey, hey, call him back. See if he answers. Hey, what's going on? Listen, I'm calling to make sure you're okay. And then at some point when you feel it's appropriate during that conversation, or maybe it's a little bit after the conversation, after you get some things resolved, then you have a conversation about your expectations for communication. Hey, listen, I know things happen. This is kind of what the vibe is. If something happens, hey, I want you to feel free to call me and just let me know what the situation is. Or even asking him, what does he typically do in those types of situations? So, you know, 
I don't I don't think it ever makes sense to end a relationship without addressing the actual issue. The actual issue is that he went ghost. You called him, and your expectation that if I Honestly, call you he, at some he point, really you didn't call even me back. go ghost. I was like, right, say. it's twenty four hours. He literally like said. Yeah, I think a, the big thing about you know trauma is tricky, and I see this with a lot of women that I coach is that you get done so poorly by somebody mm -hmm. and they just like dog you out and mm -hmm. then you meet a decent dude and now all of a sudden you get these senses you're like mm -hmm. oh well what if this means that what if that means that and it's just like what was these senses when homeboy was you know like dogging you out and so now you're just like hypersensitive to all this stuff you you just met this man mm -hmm. you don't have enough data he did hit you back. Something was going on with his car. Please text this man and ask him if he's okay. That'll take you a long way. You need to do that. And you you literally just don't have enough data. And it sounds like you you are um, hypersensitive for some of the things that you experience. But don't let it, like, ruin something just by, like, just a heightened moment. Like, he, he had a car situation. He hit you back. We don't have enough, you know, data on this man. So it's... Um, I mean this in a loving way like girl this ain't the man to be calling in about child you ain't even got enough information <laughs> you know thank you yes, thank point. you for that because I was literally, I was literally <laughs> just between the two lines of I don't know him so I might be reading into it too much but just yeah. like you said from past experience of dating it does I get triggered very easily mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah thank you for that <laughs> yeah, yeah and see that uh, oh, man I'm gonna be honest with you I actually now that I'm really thinking about how this played out I think it actually is kind of messed up that you ain't even check on this brother. <laughs> After yeah. he no, said, no, 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 no. She said. After, no. No, she oh, said yeah. she didn't. She okay. said, nah. long story short, no. His I car. But, but see, that's what can happen when everybody's just in the space, just like in this protection mindset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you, we're not really caring for one may another. I add, may I add that the Friday night that I met him randomly, my big screen TV that was mounted on my wall fell and shattered. And I had to go out the next day and buy a new TV, a new, a new word TV. The TV that fell and shattered wasn't even old, but it just randomly fell and shattered. And I, I just say I didn't hold that. It didn't stop the way I showed up, but everybody's different. I would say at the end of the day, so I can give them like, well, maybe how I show up isn't how he shows up. Well, well, well let's be clear now, a, a car and a TV is two different things. Way, too way different two different things. And I mean, what is even the severity of the accident? I mean, did it get totaled? You know what I mean? Is he on four flats? You know, like we was on the phone when his car. Can was that man walk up. right now? <laughs> yeah, we were on the phone when his car was acting up. So I know his car was having some mechanical issues, and he okay. got a, a newer truck. So I know he was getting it worked on. But um, I will just say, bottom line, like with me having had moved out, gotten rid of all my stuff having to get all new stuff like the finances just have not been lining up the way I've been hoping them to or wanting them to. So I get a car breaking down is very devastating. I've had that happen. But I just say like, I, I mean, I've lost my daughter. I've had a lot of devastating situations happen back to back to back. And I don't know, I guess maybe I feel like I, I've been able to show up as my best self. Um, so I guess maybe I expect people to be able to do the same i i, I would say in this case because i just want to confirm i want to make sure how long have you been dating a dude this guy that we're talking about just now wouldn't even call dating we're in the get getting to know each other phase and how long has that been not long like not long at all 
So you, you can imagine his car breaks down. Now he's got to fix the car. He's got to figure out how to get to work. Who knows what other responsibilities he's going to have. I would imagine, and it's not a slight to you, but you probably start going a little bit lower down that list, especially if he thinks the same thing you think. Hey, we're getting to know each other. So mm-hmm. it could just be, hey, I'm handling a bunch of my responsibilities, trying to make sure I'm even eligible to continue dating. And, hey, I, I just was a little stressed, and I didn't get a chance to reach out to you. And I still got a lot on my plate. And you worried about why I didn't call you back versus trying to, you know, mm-hmm. give me some at least some affirmations of how I'm going to be able to make it through the situation. And I think we all handle things differently. Right. So you could have had these, you know, really, you know, uh, challenging situations happen and make it through that unscathed or, or just make it through it to where you can kind of bounce back. But everybody is, is different. So I do think just allowing a little bit of grace and really just in general investigating doing your due diligence on exactly what's going on is going to benefit you so just don't put what you done did on him first of all i'm, I'm confused about why we anonymous with this problem here because this is not even listen right. <laughs> this ain't even anonymous worthy especially we done seen you last time sister. <laughs> I, I know what you look like you're beautiful listen i'm hoping everything is well with you because you went through a very tragic yeah. you know situation as well and just, still out dating just make sure please just make sure that you have emotionally and spiritually done what you got to do to really be out here so you could really be operating with a clean and thorough mind and heart you know as you're now about to bring people into your life okay oh no no no. listen we got to get to these people up in here you can't be selfish like that anonymous you can't can't do that you can't do that how far should i share with my daughter like how far in should i go should i hold it off or wait it's way too early for that. I mean, like you said, y'all not even dating yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, and I did hold off. So, okay. I mean, you got to see if you genuinely like this dude. You got to see if he likes you. You got to see if, you know, what you want to do in the future is a, in alignment. You got to make sure that you found that he has the same foundational principles which he operates his life by as you do. So, it's so many things to figure out than when you're going to reveal one of the most, you know, emotional, mm-hmm. you know, situations that you've been through in your entire life to this man. So get through the layers of getting to know him first and, and develop that trust before you open yourself up like that. Perfect. Thank you so much, guys. Much love, to sweetheart. Man. Fragile. So fragile. You know, grieving. I love is, talking is, to the initiates, though, man. It's heavy, mm-hmm. you know, when you're coming into the dating space, you know, and you've you've lost somebody. Because, you know, that weight on your heart, you know, and grieving is tricky. It's, it's, it's not even this one size fits all thing, mm-hmm. you know, bringing other people into that space, you know, trying to bring other people into that heart that's still trying to fix and heal itself. You just really because I mean, we talk about detoxing from a previous relationship. That's also a detox, mm-hmm. you know, that needs to happen. And. I don't even know if the, really, the right even word is a detox, but you do have to get your heart ready to uh, to, to love again and be prepared to have the capacity yeah. to love someone else while it's just going through so much. So, you know, again, just really make sure you are being self-aware about where you are and not just running and pushing and rushing into yeah. these situations mm-hmm. because, I mean, that's a heavy situation. And very, sure. very, very heavy that the things that you're carrying that you have a nice bag 
okay, that you, it's a nice bag for the things that you're carrying because you can tell in some of the things that she shares, she's like, well, I experienced a big loss, so I still was able to run, you know, it's like now you kind of carrying it in Chicago, we call it a jewels, a jewels grocery bag. It's like, it's kind of tattered, it's kind of got holes in it. And so a lot of times we experience things and everybody is carrying something with them, but like, the bag that she's carrying in, you could tell it still got some holes. You know, it's kind of tattered and beat up and got some holes in it. So, mm. you know, she's still a little fragile. She should take some time. That was know, a, for herself. a great observation because she did state that. She oh, said, very like, very fragile. And, I and think... leveraging her pain in the wrong way. And I, I know that, like, I lost both of my parents. And I think that as I'm dating, sometimes I do feel like, boy, the worst shit that already happened to me, baby. So it ain't really nothing else that you could ever do. But it's like, I think it, I think I do carry it in a, in a great looking bag and I don't leverage it in, you know, different ways. And she want to be very careful with that, like grief, things that she's experienced, trauma and the way that she carries it into new relationships, you know? Yeah. I agree with that because, mm -hmm. you know, you can sometimes lose that, that same level of empathy for the other person because you've been through it. Yeah. So you're like, especially for the, especially some of my ladies, some of y'all so tough and y'all mm -hmm. have been through so many things. Y'all look at some of these dudes, some of the stuff they be doing, they're like, oh no, if mm -hmm. I can do this, mm -hmm. if I can lift this weight, I, I know you better get right, but yeah. you, you really, you really can't do that. You yeah. really can't do that. 100%. Listen, I'm going to take one last initiative before we go ahead and close this thing out, y'all. So we about to go ahead and close this thing out. I got one more person back here that we're going to take. How you feeling? You got some stamina? You good? Oh, no. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Well, first of all, <laughs> listen, if y'all ain't got y'all cameras on back here, y'all, it's going to be tough. When y'all come backstage, have your camera on, have the best lighting that you can have. Don't be don't be seasoning no chicken. Right? Well, no, no. I like, I like, I like Y'all be back chicken. there. No, no. <laughs> this ain't that show. Y'all be back there, damn, making rolling dumplings. And damn, do, doing doing all types. Just be ready. Be ready to be on a hardly initiated show, guys. All right? When we go about putting it together. So I got. You got K? I got K here, man. K, what's up, love? How you doing? Hey. What's up? I like that. What's up, K? K came on here with the energy. K, you the last call for the night. All right, talk to us, Kay. First of all, give us your age and your location. Um, so my name is Kay. I am 32, and I'm located in Clinton, Mississippi. Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Did I humpback, humpback. Nah, it's humpback, humpback. All right, what, what, what look. <laughs> Tell me what's going on with you. Okay, so um, I have been dating a guy for about four months. Um, he lost his wife. Um, back in July of last year. Um, a month and a half of us dating, uh, he had asked me how would I feel if we were in a monogamous relationship. I told him it was mm. too soon. It was just too soon. Um, so in January, I asked him where did he see us in three to six months? Um, he said he couldn't really answer that. He wasn't sure. Um, he was just trying to get himself together. Um, so I just well, just want to know, uh, is he playing me, or uh, should I kind of be patient and wait uh, to see how things will go, or uh, I don't know. I want to allow him to heal and grieve, but at the same time, if you know things are going in a positive direction, um, I've met some of his friend, his friends, some of his family, um, and we both, you know, have established that right now we're dating, but. We're just trying to see how things go, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm just trying to get clarity on that, you know. 
that that's it you know it's so crazy because that's one of the lines and i think ladies hear a lot is like i'm you know trying to get my stuff together but um i think with that it's like sometimes don't get me wrong sometimes men are intentionally playing women and other times men are just not clear about what they even want from their life so how could they be clear about where you fit in you know what i mean so if this guy says he's trying to get his things together i'm asking like well what does that mean what are you trying to get together so if you can't figure out where you see us in three to six months where do you see yourself in three to six months and if he has some confusion there then it may not be that he's playing you it's just that like he's just confused about what he wants to do with his own life and in this case he's not really somebody that could even date you seriously but y'all missed the big thing the big thing is that he asked you he asked you what um i think you said something like monogamous relationship yeah how do you feel about us being in a monogamous relationship and men are very tricky and like rejection is a thing and you said i'm not ready now here you come fishing back around talking about some where do you see us in three to six months he already he actually already kind of put his intention out there and you ducked it you were like oh i don't know i think it's a little too soon so i think that that's just an interesting perspective a lot of times just from the things that you said not that you should have changed your mind or said something differently but i think he kind of was more so seemed to be streaming down the path that you are looking for answers for now and you were not ready at that moment and so he you may kind of you know now, that, I'm stuttering a little bit now. <laughs> now, that could be true, but she did state, hey, you know, I'm interested, but it's just a little bit too early. Mm-hmm. But, and I think that's actually consistent. Like, Absolutely. hey, it's a little bit too early, so why don't you let me know what I can look forward to? I think that absolutely makes sense. So in this case, you know, I, I really do think it's still some due diligence that needs to be done. I, don't, I wouldn't say that he's playing you in this case. I just think you really want to make sure that your man is clear on how his mm-hmm. life looks first. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's going to answer a lot of questions for you. Honestly, that's a, I would say this, though. Shout out. And, and listen, I'm a, I'm, I'm a questionnaire. You know, I like really great questions. I think asking somebody, where do you see us in the next three to six months? Is a really great question. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's a really great question. That's like one of those simple, easy ones that most people just don't ask. You might ask a, a worse version of that, like, what are we? Or something like right. that. <laughs> right. No, that's a way better question. Like, because now that's a vision question, right? That's an intention question. That's a plan question. And a brother that actually really, really got some up his sleeve, he going to knock that one out of the park. But and the thing is, that brother also has thought about that. That's the thing. A lot of men and women have not thought about what the next three to six months looks like. So if he is saying usually the I'm getting my stuff together is usually I have no idea that that's really what it is. And we used to have this guy that we used to work with. He was actually one of our uh, one of the guys who was mentoring. And we used to ask him like, hey, you know, what have you been working on? What, what, did, what did he used to say? We used to ask him. He, he's like, yeah, I've been on my studies or something yeah like this random it was like a random personal development like uh yeah you know i've been uh working on my something yeah it's just something just something really random and you got and that's that's a good point you really got to get clarity up to what that also means if you seriously want to pursue this brother as well because you know when a man says that it could just mean so many things it could literally just mean like yo my paper is not really right right now yeah so and we had dr tart on here Dr. Tart literally said the number one reason most men do not want to get married is because their money is not where they want it to be. That's like one of the biggest reasons. Mm-hmm. 
that men will say that they don't want to pursue a long-term relationship especially if a man is a true provider and he know he gonna need to bring some some bread to the table it could literally just be that like you you ask some follow-up questions like what exactly does this mean hey like i'm really working on my finances i do want a long-term relationship i do want a very serious relationship but i want to be able to get to xyz first but i still want to seriously date you or it could just mean I'm just lost as hell in life. I don't know. I got a I got a low key right. Ad- addiction right now. I got low key, you know, uh, crack addiction going on right now, and I'm I'm irresponsible with my finances. I don't know what the hell it means, but that's why again you really gotta. I think I thought I think you asked a great initial question, but just really figure out what that really even means with what the brothers talking about. Now the guys in the chat they like yo he is he was clear he was clear, but I don't think only thing that you asking a woman she wants to be a monogamous relationship means that you just don't want her dealing with nobody else and you 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 okay when i deal with nobody else i don't think that's that that's not a vision but see the, oh, the no, reason no. why i mentioned that was because she said i don't know am i overthinking it am mm. i like is you know is it too soon and i'm just like listen to what a man says it, it well, was on his mind that was because his wife had passed away in july of last year we met in october of last year a month and a half later he's like okay okay you know how would you feel if we were in a monogamous relationship mm-hmm. and i said well you know i feel like it's too soon i feel like it's too soon oh no nah, i get it i mean that was too soon i think that was a great yeah, answer yeah yeah i agree i mean white yeah wife just passed yeah but i mean what but so i mean i i think i'm gonna ask you a question she's not really sure to answer to so what does he want out of his next relationship um, so that's the thing I'm trying to figure that out. Okay. So what what are y'all talking about when y'all get together? Um, so we'll talk about relationships here and there. Um, it's just him basically saying that he's trying to work on himself, um, with church and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With church and with things like that. Yeah, like what's the what's the goal? You, you get what I'm saying? Um, like is he so trying to spirit he's spirit spiritual he has- or financial? spiritual financial he's not where he wants to be um he's just kind of like it's financial ministry um his finances it's really finances in his ministry because he's a part of a church and uh, mm-hmm. his wife had passed away he was going to their church so he's trying to find another church home um but that was like the two main things ministry mm-hmm. and his finances um, he has re- reiterated to me numerous of times that he likes me. Um, he likes where things are going. He feels like things is going in a positive direction. Um, and he still wants to get to know me. But it's just been such a confusion, confusing process for me because he hasn't. Uh, it's been the monogamous thing a month and a half, and then when I said was too soon, he's like, "Well, let's touch bases thirty days later." Uh, within that time, I asked him where do you see us in three to six months, and then that's when he said, "You know." Um, I don't, I don't know. I have a lot going on. I have my ministry. I'm trying to figure out my finances, just things like that. You know, so I think a reasonable request is, 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 is not, Hey, you know, let's talk every day. A a reasonable request is like, Hey, you know what? I I like you a lot. I'm very interested. I think, you know, you give them, hit them with them affirmations. Hey, I think you can do anything you want to do. I think you the best. What what Shahrazad Ali was telling us, right, right, right. And then tell him, hey, you know what? I think one of the uh, a really good thing is if you could just take some time to think about me and you know what you like, what what you don't like, and how I might can help you out on your journey to get where you need to get. 
And if he can come up with a generally decent plan for that, I think then you're going <laughs> to see that he's invested. Well, you, you like don't like that. that. You she don't like, like that. Tell me why you don't like that. Well, some of the things I did like. Okay. You know, but you basically is giving Bob the builder. Like, you, you're basically asking her to position herself in a place with a man that she's getting to know to help him get to his in No, ma'am. Mm -mm. See, and that's the thing. Like, the help doesn't have to be financially it can be lit like this is the thing we had literally had showers out ali the things that she was saying the affirmation she was dropping on us when i tell you that i wanted to do push-ups i wanted to go out and get more money i wanted to be successful i wanted to treat women a better way so support doesn't always have to come in a sacrificial way and asking a man you know that you're getting to know kind of how you could fit in i think that's very clear that you are seriously interested in this man I mean, yeah, but I think as well, like, as a woman, she shouldn't position herself in that way so soon. I, I agree with you. If this is your partner, somebody that you're interested in down the line, you definitely can. You know, you want to build him up. You want to be a helpmate. You want to be his peripheral, his neck. All of those things can be true. But at this stage, to position herself as to, like, you know, you know, I know you got a lot on your plate, like, what can I do or how can I, you know, be in your life to help you get there? I think that's definitely just a bit, See, a bit much. That's a very assumptive because asking what could I do doesn't mean if you got 10 things, I'm going to do every single thing. When she gets the idea and he gives her, hey, what this might look like, she can go through that list and say, hey, you know what? This is something I could definitely do. Why hey. would she want to do that right now? That's all I'm saying is that why would that the thing is that some of the things that you're saying, like the affirmations and build him up, absolutely. But why would she want to put herself in a position to want to sow into him? And she, I think she said like four four months. She said, "Where well, you see us, yourself in three to six months?" Yeah. That's such a that's a big thing. See, it's not positioning herself to be at this place where she is sacrificial. It's seeing if this guy is serious enough about her to even plot out what that might look like. So if she gives the guy, say, hey, I like you a lot. Hey, if you could do this for me, that guy comes back with some, you know, he's taking the initiative to actually plan for and give her what a vision might look like. I think that's a sign that that guy is very serious about dating her. I think you don't like the way that sounds. I think that's the biggest thing to you. Like, you, you don't like the way it's... It, it's, it's not about sound. It's a request. It's, it's not It's not actually doing anything. Well, y'all have to understand, like, as a woman, this is how women lose their power so much. It's the overpouring, the oversharing, and the always doing too much too soon. And so for somebody who loves to shower, loves to, like be all over their man and you know helping him and all this kind of stuff we're talking about a very short-lived relationship and literally saying like how can i help you reach your goals that's to me is deep is is deep too soon and i always tell women you have to have an emotional reserve you got to keep a little bit and i think it's just far too soon for her to position herself as a helpmate right now Oh, I think, I think that's oh, I, I I think that's preference right there. I, yeah. I don't I don't know if that's a principle. Yeah, I don't. I think that's more preference than principle. Because well, the thing is, it's not positioning; it's a request. And the thing is, he could go back, spend time uh, thinking about this young lady, and come to the conclusion: Hey, you know what? I thought about this. I thought about what's going on in my life. I thought about what I need, 
And you know what I need? Maybe I need some time to actually mourn the situation and actually get over this situation. So I'm glad that you brought that to my attention. And now this is how I'm going to handle you. And this is how I'm going to take care of this. But that's not what you said. No, all I said was make a request. I don't know what this guy. Well, see, I think again, that's why I said it comes by in the sound because what you didn't like was because I think what Ryan gave, you got to know again how to talk to a man in a certain way to get what you want, and playing into because the way Ryan spoke into it really played into his ego. Exactly, like it was a way where you communicating with look, hey, look, listen. Obviously, I'm I'm still very interested in you. I'm still, uh, you don't know what you got going on. And what I would like you, you know, for you to figure out and to figure out and do is put together the plan for your future so we can see where, you know, I best fit in this and how I could best support you on the way to wherever you're trying to get to. Pretty much was ultimately what Ryan stated. But you're saying that you don't like a woman positioning herself, even in a statement, to figure out at all how she can help a man get to anywhere at the early stages of a relationship. That's exactly what I'm saying. Right. And see, the thing about it is... But we're not talking about building him up. We're not talking about... I'm talking about the offer for her to say, hey, you seem to have a lot going on. Let me know where I could fit into that. And let me know what role I can play into helping you get there. Is that what you said? Am I missing that? Yes. So so she can get a vision for what this woman looks like in his future. Not so she can go out and do everything that's on his list. If a woman asks me right now, hey, what does this look like? I'm going to tell her exactly how a woman can fit in my life. It don't mean that she got to start cooking for me every day. It don't mean that she got to give me back rubs and shoulder rubs. It just means so now she understands exactly what I'm looking for because I have a clear vision for where I'm going in my life and the type of woman that I met. So now she understands exactly what's going on and she could easily make the decision and we could have a conversation about what she's comfortable with, what she's not comfortable with, what could potentially work for her, what can't work for her. And now we having more in-depth conversations than just spending time or going tit for tat. And she has a deeper understanding of what my overall vision is and how I see a good woman and how a good woman could fit in my life. I think we were talking about two totally different things, but also all of that can be true without the offer of, hey, how can I help you get there? How can I, where, what role do I play? How can I get you to that place? How can I sow into you or, you know, build? So I think that we were talking about, you know, two different things. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that, not saying, hey, give me a job and I'm going to do it. It's, It's just saying, hey, what does this look like? Because what she's asking is, she literally asked that question, but in a very vague way. It was, hey, where do you see us in three to six months? He gave a vague answer. So now she wants a little bit more. So why not communicate, hey, look, I really rock with you, but you got to be a little bit more clear about what's going on in a very nice way that has him feel appreciated and has him wanting to show this woman that he actually cares about her by taking time out of his day and thinking about the relationship and thinking about her. Mm. <laughs> That's the I agree to disagree face right there. And, I, and you know, it's interesting I think, because I think, I think the ladies it, it confused about that. Well, see, I think yeah. that what you're leveraging is like, yeah, like ask for clarity. Yes. You want to sow into him. You want to build him up. You want to say things properly or make him feel good about the thing so that you can get what you want out of a man. 
I just struggle with her wanting that type of deep connection or offering that at this very early stage. Um, she gotta she gotta keep a little bit on on lock, and so yeah. That's, that's interesting. And listen, the, the chat K also feels very you know it's 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 a lot of different opinions that's going on in the chat as well um, about that conversation. So I, I 100% understand. What, what is K thinking? What, what what do you mean? What is K thinking? Kay, Kay, what oh, you first think about of all, I forgot <laughs> Kay was on the damn. Uh -huh. Kay, you still here? What the I hell? Feel like she was I'm still there. I'm listening because this has been a uh, a thing in my mind for the last couple of months. Um, for me, I just want to know: should I wait for him to kind of get himself together, but then still be supportive, or just hang it up? You know, walk away from the situation, call it a wash. Um, you know, I'm so lost. You know. Um, definitely with you guys saying what you saying, it's still, you know, different perspectives, one being a woman, one being a man, you know, so it's just two different perspectives with this. So, you know, yeah. Okay, said I'm just as damn confused before I called y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, support is always good, no matter what. Support is always good. Um, it doesn't sound like he's, you know, dragging his feet or like you'll be, you know, it'll take forever. You know, I think it's more so like y'all still have a little bit more get to knowing to do and I think contrary to what most people think I would say I still feel like it's very soon and you know it's a lot of deep deep conversations happen I think a lot of times if you're older and like you said he's been married before he lost his wife and you know things like that it does seem like you know things progress quicker than normal but I think generally speaking it's just like Take some time, get to know him, enjoy him, you know, hang out, you know, learn more about him. And, you know, everybody's going through something. I think it's just more so the extent to which his life is together and how much work and time is going to take away from your relationship to do that. And eventually you're going to be a pivotal role in getting his life together, you know, so. Oh, little shade there right there. I saw I saw her eyes twinkle a little bit, but that I actually do agree with. But Kay, <laughs> thank you so much for coming up on here, sister. You have a blessed day, okay? You too. Y'all take care. Thank you. Absolutely. And I listen, I know I said I was the last one, but I'm gonna end this here with my brother, because this one here, this is a oh. hardly initiated brother here. <laughs> what's up, Brian? How you doing, brother? What's up, what's up, man? Uh, my name is Brian, thirty nine, and right now I'm currently in Hilton Head, South Carolina. All right, quick summary First for Brian. Brian has been dating a young lady. He's This is literally your third time appearing on the Harley Initiated Podcast. Man, interesting situation. You started giving a little bit too fast. Y'all wasn't on the same page. You felt like she wasn't reciprocating. She, she told you that you know she didn't have the interest that you wanted to have, and we told you that you needed to let that situation go. Give us the follow-up, Brian. Where are you guys today? Oh, together, just uh, you know, and uh, and uh, and, 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 hold on, hold on, Brian, Brian, listen. Brian, pa Paul, you got to pause real quick, Brian. You, you got, you must have got that damn five out of the AT and T credit, cause <laughs> yeah, your internet right now, Brian, is not about to survive. <laughs> yeah, this conversation, but oh, yeah. you sound clear right now. So let's start over. If it doesn't sound clear again, I'm unfortunately have to let you go. Hopefully we keep it strong gotcha. here, but let me know where we at. Yeah, uh, we're still together. Uh, we're still uh, working things out. Uh, I, I just feel like the first two times I was on the podcast, I didn't fully represent the situation correctly with all the contacts and details and everything. But uh, regarding the uh, the conversation about you know you know giving too fast 
too soon or, you know, the young lady helping a guy out. I just think I just personally think it's uh, where you at in your life, you know, uh, because for me, uh, I'm 39, about to retire from the military in three months. You know, uh, when I look for a partner, I always go into a relationship, you know, also about like, you know, how would they fit into my life? And then how can I, you know, help them achieve their goals as well? Because being in the military, I get a lot of resources for free that people in the civilian world would pay thousands of dollars for. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody, you know, their success is pretty much your success. So you definitely want to try to build, you know, the person up. Because at the end of the day, you think of it not as a business transaction, but you think about like, hey, what is it going to cost me? And if it doesn't really cost you much to give somebody some time to encourage me or show them a roadmap on how to be successful, then, you know, why not help them out? Because if it works out in the long run, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, Brian. That's hold on, just wait. My Not only, so are you, so you still dating this young lady now? Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. And and you communicated your dissatisfaction with the relationship. Has she been showing you anything different since the last time you've been on here, or is she oh, yeah. still pretty much? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, we definitely uh, we had a heart to heart talk. Uh, all honestly, she saw the podcasts, and then you know. I look at Ryan. It's not right. Crazy. I'm shocked by that. She so, saw it. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Did you show, send it to her? Yeah, she asked me because you know. I'm, so I'm really big on clarity and communications. I was like, my thing is, if I gotta hide it from her, then it's not the woman I should be with. And I sent it to her because she asked to see the podcast. And uh, you know, we had a conversation. Well, she was and pissed off, wasn't she? What woman wouldn't be pissed off? <laughs> okay. Now, uh, listen. What did she do to, after seeing that? Did she get did she get your perspective from a different light? Did that yeah. start a great conversation? Okay. Yeah, it, it was a really good uh, conversation we had because, uh, you know, she, uh, she saw it from my perspective. And then she made me see it from her perspective as well. And uh, honestly, you know... I didn't really protect her in the way I should have as a man, you know, because I was like, ugh. I was like, when I rewatched the podcast, I was like, dang, this is, didn't go well at all. But, but, uh, the conversation was, uh, we definitely had a, a, a really good conversation. And, you know, our, our person for her and made sure we understood. And just like any relationship, clarity, like with the young lady was talking about like, hey, a guy should like, uh, you know, text or communicate every day. Communication is really big, I believe, in a relationship to like really making a relationship work. Because I, I personally think if you can just get that communication piece down, like you can be solid. You can work a lot of things out in a relationship. So and we definitely have some serious strides and some really deep conversations you know the harley initiated cars i'm gonna throw my shout out there for the harley initiated cars they definitely work get you down deep get you know get you into like a below the surface level conversation but get you into some really serious deep conversation okay so i'm gonna drop the link i got a question for you my man have y'all started having sex yet because i know you said that you was you was ready to take it there uh no okay well, he, he, yeah. he, he, here's what I'll say, Brian, because um, you're a very giving brother, benevolent brother. 
Um, generous with time and money. Very generous with time and money. And you, from what I heard last time, the biggest concern I had was that it just seemed like the level of interest mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't the same. And just from my experience with a woman, when a woman's interest is not there, and it's not by your own doing, right? Not like you're you're not mistreating her, you're not you know not not calling her, you're doing all the things right, and her interest isn't there, then that's a separate issue. If you found out that you were causing her interest to be where it is, and that could be repaired, and y'all could you you know you could build that to get on a different level, then cool. But again, just be careful because when it comes to attraction. Some things are just out of our hands. And I yeah. just want to make sure you are not in a position where you pouring into some a cup that got a hole at the bottom of it. Yeah, I'm pour, yeah, I got you. I'm just pouring and pouring and nothing's going to fill. Just make sure you don't send her this damn show. All right? <laughs> <laughs> All right? Brian, listen, we're going to continue to keep up with this, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I am not a fan of this young lady. Man, I'm, I'll be I'm not either. You. I'm not either. I'm, I'm not very, because again, a woman, once a woman's interest is, is, is at a point where she's, it's, because it seems, I'm going to be honest, it seems like an attraction issue. Mm-hmm. And, and once, once it's an attraction issue, I mean, it's, it's like, it's like biology at that point, brother. Like, I, I don't even know. I don't even think, I mean, you took her to Paris, bro. Like, oh, we didn't go went, to Paris. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, no, I'm sorry. You took it to Dubai, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. You took and, it to Dubai. Paris was Paris was on know, the horizon, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and and you know, I'm not gonna get into the details. We had the conversation already. Yeah, but I'm gonna trust that we're not putting all this good content and you taking it to waste. So please, just make sure you're doing right by yourself, okay? I appreciate it. Much love to you, brother. Yeah, yeah. I, I rock. I rock with this man. I rock with him. I do. I do rock with Brian, man, and and on both ends of the spectrum, man. Yeah. Like dating can be tricky. And you got to be careful too, because women will tell you how to date them, and it, it ain't it ain't it don't work. I, it, yeah, I mean, it don't it, work. That's that's the tricky thing about it, because sometimes a woman just can't help what she's attracted to, and a lot of time, if a woman details out what she's attracted to, it ain't always it, it ain't, ain't it, always that list. Try it verbatim. Try it <laughs> <laughs> and see what happens. I mean, because you know, a lot of times they'll say, "All you got to do is take care of me, call me." You know, love me. I mean, I, I'm pretty all sure all the stuff that you're doing I'm right now. I'm pretty sure my man Brian was executing every single one that list. Call me every day. Tell me you love me. You know, take me out on trips. Do do this. Do this. But but and sometimes he probably was doing it all. That spark though. Sometimes that spark, if it ain't there, yeah, it ain't it ain't much you could do with that, brother. So you just gotta kind of know when you're fighting an uphill battle on that one. I will say this, man. I'm gonna end it on this note here because. You know, the biggest thing I, I, I say, you know, being somebody, all of us here are singles, you know, in, you know, 2024, it really does seem like in the space that we're in, everybody has this mindset that I have to protect what I have, right? Like, I can't give too much too soon. I'm not about to spend no money. No, I'm not about to spend no money on this woman. I don't know this woman. I'm not about to give him that. I'm not, but like... The, I mean, the the, abs- the 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 cynical nature that we have is at an all-time high. The level of trust issues that we have as a culture is mm-hmm. at an all-time high. And that sucks that we got to this place 
we spoke to Sister Shah Razad Ali, um, one of our elders, one of our queens, and she gave us a bit of a historical breakdown on how this is not just we just seeing this gender war every day mm-hmm. when we wake up, but this is has been this has been something that's been brewing. She broke it down to us since the sixties, believe it or not. This is not just something we woke up and got in front of. It's very difficult for a people to get to a point that we're at now. This point of contention we're at as a culture, it really sucks why these conversations are happening everywhere and why you're seeing just this divisive nature of man versus woman. We have been working hard to get here for quite some time, but I would say it is a way that you do have to learn how to operate and uh, again, the the there's such a heavy absence of love mm-hmm. just between one another. And because that is true and, and we understand and acknowledge that it's just really important that you do your best to make sure that you are just filtering through and just finding the absolute best people to build your life with. Because uh, eventually that's what we that's what the goal is to find somebody to build with. And, you know, in the culture that we have right now. It's just very tricky because we're in a very selfish, individualistic culture just in general. And, you know, I just encourage everybody in a cynical culture not to lose your hope or let this poison you and let this poison your energy and how you approach and go from person to person because you don't want that residue on you, that hate on you. And you don't want to be taking that into these new relationships because you're going to be up on here on the initiation hotline, you know, asking us about questions that really wouldn't even happen if you just if you if your energy was just clean, if that makes sense. And I don't want to be the dead horse, y'all. But what I do want to do is close this out on a positive note. And I want to just make sure that y'all leave these episodes inspired and as hopeful as you possibly could. And we got a couple chats that you can, that, that we got that we want to read before we get up out of here, right? Yeah, big facts. It's the last day of the, day of the month. Well, tomorrow's the last day of the month, but it's the last day that we're filming this month until we come back on Monday with another episode. So I'm actually getting ready to drop 10 new memberships. And guys, I know we haven't shared this, but Tyshawn and I are working on Woo! how to improve the membership. That's so facts. be patient for that because things are going to start changing and you're going to get a lot more value from being a a hardly initiated initiate so be patient on that that's coming in march but real quick shout out to all the wonderful new members joining us this evening shout out to my girl kanika and i hope i pronounced that right kanika b for uh gifting the membership and shout out to everybody still going crazy buying these cars right we have some super chat shout out to my boy dre shout out to becky who actually came on thank you for bringing me up and the advice i'll be more direct trust in god and my intuition Shout out to three months of membership. And let me go in here. I'm going to drop these dating cards real quick. Guys, the dating cards link. I really want y'all to click that. Listen, we, you know, everybody is getting the dating cards, but this is what I want you to do. I want you to get them, of course, but this is what I really want you to do. If you have already got the Harley initiated dating deck and you have actually used it and it actually provided value, I want you to click the link at the top of the chat and in the description. Scroll down a bit to where you see leave a review. Guys, we are trying to look official. That new site is looking beautiful. And we just really want to get as many authentic reviews as possible. So if we got, because nothing less than a four. Okay, nothing less than a four. (laughs) If we got a four, that's okay. We'll take that. But fives we need those fives right and i'm gonna drop this this membership in here right now so we, we good
And what I want to let y'all know, one. guys, I, look, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. This up, this next week, y'all, we're dropping. We're, we're going to put some of our best work out in the month of March. Next Monday, guys, this upcoming Monday at 8 p.m., y'all know every Monday and Wednesday we are bringing you we are bringing you this heat. This upcoming Monday, we actually got Queen Afua coming on the Hardly Initiated Podcast, which... By the way, I've been working so hard to get Queen Afu. I don't know if y'all know who that is. That's the author of Sacred Woman, one of the greatest, greatest personal development books for women written over the last few generations. Incredible. She's coming here and we're going to have a deep conversation. All right. I've been working on, I've been preparing for Queen Afu's conversation since we started this show. Um, and even next Wednesday, we actually got Dr. Spirit coming back to the show as well so we are going to have an incredible month of march but in general next week is going to be phenomenal thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode and thank you for coming all the way out from dc to kick it here with us over here in atl (laughs) much love to you full of wisdom and I i truly believe you gave the audience some really great game today and really great perspective in general which i always appreciate and guys if you made it this far please like and subscribe we use it we need it to grow the platform and y'all already know how we end the show guys hardly initiated we are out <laughs>